Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where I'm so happy I came here. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And this week, we watched Takeshi Shizumu's Kiki's Delivery Service. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know, Dad, what are we under the influence of? Well, this is our Halloween special. Yes. Another year, another spooky season so it's culminating a, into this. It's officially the Halloween show, so we are drinking the show. Yeah. And we've had this one before. And uh, it's a combination Charles Beeler and Joel Gott. I feel Cabernet. like at this point you've um, experimented with most of the wines you can get from Ingalls or Sam's Club. We, we're hitting that critical mass, yeah. you know. <laughs> There's actually quite a few that I haven't tried, but I, you know, they're on that lower level, like the, the 6 and $7 wines, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, and we don't want to go all the way up to like the super expensive ones, because yeah. then you're a loser paying you know, like, that at the grocery store. I'm willing to pay 9 but I ain't willing to pay 6 or 7 Yeah. Well, it's Mr. Wayne himself who does nothing every single time we, uh, we do this pour to actually give us any wine. I mean, w- Wayne, do you... Maybe have a particular type of you. Are you interested in a Malbec? Are you a, a Pinot Noir guy? Excuse me, pardon me. Yeah, I mean... The thing of it is, Wayne, maybe you should just, you know, stay out of trouble. And you don't need any more pardons. You got your pardon. You don't have to show up. You know, if anything, leave us a good review. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, please. If you uh, are listening to this and you uh, also think Little Wayne should leave a review, you should so- show him what to do by leaving your own. So go onto our iTunes page and, uh, you know, gussy us up there. But yeah, Dad, just fucking Here give this freeloader a pour. Ooh, extra good pour today. Yeah, that was a heavy one. I don't think Wayne has had to, uh, I guess, answer for how he participated in Muskie's lie. You know, this whole Canceled Island thing and the relationship that we have with these characters is sort of muddied up. But, you know, as you can uh, as you can tell, since this is where we're at now, uh, we're, we're big on letting bygones be bygones. And that's why we're tailgating with all the boys uh, out at Tampa Bay Stadium, dude. We're at Raymond James Stadium waiting for this, uh, this Vipers game to get started. And... You know, hey, Muskie, don't burn those steaks. <laughs> well, who's cooking fucking steaks out here? I thought this was a... I bought burgers. burgers. You want me to bring filet mignon? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. What, do you have some A1 in your backpack? <laughs> no. You fucking weirdo? If you know how to cook a steak, you don't need A1. Come on. Who eats steak at a tailgate? Who's I, fucking eating steaks? Since when? Tell me one time. You had a ribeye at a hey, Patriots game? I've been on a goddamn island for I don't know how long. I want to eat some good food. You should have asked me, friend. I have all the best food. I make the best fucking bavette. I have all the skills. I don't know about that, Trump. You you just listed just a random cut of meat. Does anybody want to f- uh, throw the football around? I do. Come on. Th- throw it here, David. Uh, Rory, you're like yeah. one-third of the size of this football. Flippa, go long. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you can throw it in the tank. I'm sure. I'm sure you'd be able to catch it that way. I mean, we're we're all pretty lit up for this game. I'll be honest. We're already started the drinking. Uh, it started pretty damn early. It's it's old school college tailgating for the Vipers game. It's just back on our bullshit. Back on our Halloween uh, festivities once again. But Dad, before we get down to the the nitty gritty and really get fucked up, let's uh let's learn a little bit more about this movie. What can you tell us about Kiki's? 
Okay, this is the live action of Kiki's Delivery Service. Came out in 2014 and uh, was directed by Takashi Shimazu, I guess. Or, yeah. Yeah. And of course, it's based on that novel, fantasy novel of, of the same name. Actually, it's not really even called Kiki's Delivery Service. It's like Witch's Express Deliver- Home Delivery. Yeah, yeah. I also saw that it was like a different name. I yeah. can't remember what it was. Though. I think that it's been Disney-ified, you know, as far as Kiki. Yeah, Delivery it's been Service. rebranded. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. And uh, live action, of course, uh, unfortunately, because this is, this is a bad take. Um, I guess it doesn't really follow Miyazaki's, you know, yeah. So, I mean, and I I have to give him credit for that. I mean, you wouldn't want to try to do a, you know, a scene for scene recreation of the, of the anime. See, I think adaptation is so tricky in that respect where you want to be able to make, you know, your own spin on it. You do want to have some element of control over the story that you are quote unquote adapting, but like, the decisions that people make when they are adapting movies is sort of baffling. Like, we'll get into the hippo thing in a second. Yeah. But that, I mean, just some of the choices for how we wanted to go about this live action uh, adaptation were yeah. sort of very confusing. Because I looked into the actual book to see what the book had, you know, was based on. Any hippos? No hippos. No hippos, yeah. Because in the book, I guess there's the, the different things that uh, Kiki goes through. It's like losing a stuffed animal a uh, stuffed toy cat using Gigi as a substitute which happened in Miyazaki's film mm. but then he uh, she has saving a child from an, from the ocean during a day at the beach I don't think that happened uh, the only beach saving that she did was probably Tombo when yeah. she whipped out those medicinal uh, f- tricks that she had from her bag and of course there's recovering her broom that had been stolen by a flying enthusiast which sort of happened in this film yeah those kids steal so they it took that one mm-hmm. and she posed for a portrait and then deliver it delivers it to a town art showing mm. getting a giant knitted haramaki or belly warmer <laughs> to a ship at sea for an eccentric knitting old woman <laughs> She's at sea? Yeah. Well, that's a weird storyline. I mean, belly warmer? What the... F- I guess it's like one of those hand warmers for uh, like quarterbacks, but oh, it's just yeah. for old women to like keep their hands on their stomach or something I like that. I get it. I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure out what's going on in this Kiki's world, but... And then she also figures out what to do when the clock tower breaks down on New Year's Eve. She can fly. She's not a fucking mechanic. I, that, that's the thing with like everybody in town was hoping that Kiki was able to just do... Yeah. Any, you know, weird hand-me-down job. (laughs) But she's, what, 13? Yeah, she just wasn't that kind of witch. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the only thing she could do is fly. I think that's truly what it was, and just, like, kind of put your best foot forward. That's sort of the thing. Like, you have your talents, and that's maybe what this movie was trying to say, but you're not good at everything. At least you can try, though. What was the the meter on this one? Or was there any other uh, thing that you had? Well, the uh, the only fun fact I found was that Disney was also going to try to do a live action back in 2005 okay i guess with jeff stockwell writing the script and susan montford don murphy and mark gordon as producers have no idea who those dudes are Mm. but uh never happened i wonder if disney had gotten into the live action game earlier if those movies would be better because our our brains hadn't been like completely melted by advertising and like sequel theory at this point i think now though that disney is doing the live action thing 
I think everyone's brain is broken, so they can't make a good one. There's no way that there's ever going to be a good uh, Disney adaptation just because we've gone too far. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is marketability and like growth and all these other fucking business terms. It of, like, probably would have been art. interesting, but I mean, I'm sure they would have done a better job than this film. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The CGI was sketchy. I mean. It was horrible. Yeah. We talk a lot of shit about the CGI in uh, anime movies, but we forget how bad it can look in just a regular live action movie, which I would have taken, uh, you know, CGI anime over this one any fucking day. The only thing I can say, too, is obviously it wasn't whitewashed. (laughs) Yeah, that's maybe the silver lining. Yeah. But... (laughs) <laughs> you got to take your victories where you can when this movie is uh, not that great. No. What was the uh, the rating? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, n- no critic rating. Mm. And the audience score was 52%. Not even a single tomato meter. That's uh, from a, a critic. That's sort of surprising. Fewer than 50 ratings. Yeah. I wonder how this did in actual Japan. I'm sure. I mean, if you're going to try to come in, you know... Over, you know, at trying to compete against you know Miyazaki's film, it's it's that's a tough ride. Yeah, it's almost a non-starter. Yeah, it's like trying to adapt like the fucking Godfather. I'm not necessarily saying <laughs> Kiki's Delivery Service, the Godfather, but like you're taking off a big chunk. You're doing yeah. the Titanic over again, or you're doing things that maybe should be left alone. Yeah, I it's, think people... it's rare that somebody does something better than the original. Yeah. More people should learn how to leave shit alone, I think, especially when it comes to like Especially like music, you know, there's certain songs people redo and you're like, "Mm, that's not too good. Yeah, covers maybe can sometimes depreciate it in the way that adaptations will lessen the original text. Although sometimes people do it better. Like Hendrix did all along the Watchtower. I thought that was a, a Jeff Buckley's take. Hallelujah is probably like yeah. the goaded version of that song. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly ones that like isn't uh I think plenty of like early Beatles songs. Isn't Twist and Shout a cover? I thought yes. Twist and Shot, yeah. Twist and Shot is like a Beatles song, but that wasn't a Beatles song. So sometimes you're so good that you take it from people, which is like maybe like the best version of that. But, you know, it, it didn't happen here. Let's just nope. say that. But, you know, as as we can probably tell uh, from this rating, there's not going to be a lot of great Letterboxd Worst reviews. Uh, but I found a few. So the first up uh, for Letterboxd Worst reviews, it's a star and a half by JDW Ruddy, 25, on November 4th, 2020. From the director of The Grudge comes this very unnecessary and cheap remake. The CGI cat makes me uncomfortable. The CGI hippos too. All of the charm is absent. Final musical number is random and weird too. And I was kind of surprised that The Grudge director was the guy behind this movie. Which oh, really? Really? feels like a, a lane switch that you know <laughs> maybe is him crashing into the wall, depending on how you look at the, this uh, <laughs> this final product. But yeah, yeah I, uh, I would have thought that a director who did the grudge would probably want to stay in something a little bit more scary but this was like scary bad and there was no like actual fear if anything so maybe next time there uh grudge director guy uh another two stars by minos on october 20th 2021 and then over till the fat lady sinks takes her almost two hours to work up the courage though regrettably <laughs> there's like a lot of weird like plot lines in the construction of this and that's sort of seemingly like how the kiki's thing is constructed she just does all these odd jobs but the, the fat lady thing, or just, like, the lady singing, I don't know. I didn't really get a lot of that Yeah, there's a, a serious storm brewing over the ocean, and Kiki basically can hear her singing. Yeah. yeah. After being um, traumatized that her witch sister also died uh, from a storm where she got caught in wind. 
which oh, yeah, there's a whole fucking that. thing oh, about yeah. there's a whole thing about like the politics of letting Kiki do this. The fact that they've been straight up witch racist to her for the first like hour of this movie, and then all of a sudden everyone's like on Team Kiki once you know she's doing a public service. <laughs> but they were literally willing to let her die for the same way that what Takashi Hara, I think was her name, her her sister dying. I don't know. It was a fucking mess, and the fact that the hippo had to come to it is even a bigger mess. But we'll get there. Uh, all right, we have uh, three stars by Ivan Selinsky Romas on March 16, twenty twenty one. No antagonists. Slow down. Only good vibes. I think that was the appeal of um, the first, like the original Kiki's. But do you think movies, or do you enjoy movies better when there's a very clear antagonist? When there is like some bad guy that is identifiably um, maybe the thing that the story is centering around defeating? Do you like those kind of stories more yeah, than just something that's a little I, more? I would say so. Introspective, yeah. 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 I think it's easier to engage with. I know that like the hero's journey or like some of these. Um, conventional plots fit a little bit better when you have a very well, understandable Well, technically, antagonist. the antagonist was the whole town. Yep. They yep. turned on Kiki. Yeah. Or that one random, like, very aggressive oh, zoo yeah. worker who oh, just, just, like, up her ass the whole yeah. movie. It was uh, very, very funny to see him, like, give her the big yeah, fucking... grown man just, like, freaking telling him, you know, a 13-year-old that he's probably going to kick her ass yeah, or something. It's like, fuck out of here, you <laughs> stupid witch. You're, you're ruining this town. Yeah, he's giving her, like, the Mr. Bean eyes every time she comes around, like, really opening his shit up, and he's, like, trying to intimidate her. It was a, it was a weird dynamic. I don't know what the, the thought process was behind that. <laughs> Did a witch, like, screw him over? Why was he so ready to be racist, you know? Because that's what it is. The witch racism thing, like, has to be acknowledged as, like, true... Uh, almost like anti-Semitism. Because you know? I missed that part of the movie a little bit because it kept stalling on me, and then I was trying to forward it. So, like, the lion bit the hippo's tail. Mm, yes. You should remember that because that's going to come up later. Oh. But, yeah, that was uh, that was the idea, that one of the lion cubs was teething and, like, took its fucking tail off. Yeah. So, And that Kiki was happened to be a witch, so she created the problem yeah she apparently incited all the animals to just freak the fuck out uh and was just generally cursing the the, the populace it seemed but uh obviously everyone was proved wrong at the end because kiki was a nice gal but they had to get there and figure it out for themselves uh so we have another one up uh three stars by lauren groan on september 22nd 2015 for the most part, this keeps the same feel of the original movie, and I really enjoyed it. But having the catalyst for Kiki getting her magic back being save a baby hippo instead of saving Tombo? That was the one change that felt a little underwhelming. Also, the CGI animals were terrible. So it's sort of inescapable to talk about the CGI thing, but the hippo plotline is one of the worst choices I've seen in an adaptation of like any type of movie adding on weird shit. It's an inexplicable, not only for the fact that they have to transport it there to, like, this, what is it, the Dr. Moreau-ass dude just hanging out with a monkey and a, a fucking whatever yeah, on his I island. Yeah, I thought he was the Japanese Dr. Doolittle or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. That's <laughs> what it was. I was like, what? He's not even a town. He's just, like, living out in the woods with a bunch of animals. Yeah, he's just sleeping uh, with a monkey on his chest and, like, a parrot off to the side. <laughs> but... His explanation for the ailment of what... Would have been cool if he flew her back over on the lunar moth. Yeah. <laughs> just unearths like a dragon from a volcano yeah. on the fucking thing. He just talks to these spirit animals. Whoa, freaking Game of Thrones tie-in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's definitely into the dragons and shit. I mean, 
the, the what I was gonna say though was the idea that the hippo was uh, separated from having some sort of bodily and spiritual cohesion, and that it was like what what do they call it delusion or something like that. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but there was some sort of misalignment with, like, the soul of this fucking hippo. Yeah. So that was the reason why it needed to be transported in the middle of, like, a hurricane. They had to had to save this this baby hippo that every single person on the island is obsessed with. <laughs> it was just a fucking crazy decision, and I can't believe they did it. It would have been fine if they just did anything else. But that was, like, yeah. it was such a strong choice, you know? I didn't get it. I know it was supposed to reflect the Kiki thing, but like, holy fuck, leave the hippo out of the movie for Christ's sake. Maruko doesn't need to be, you know, getting its soul back for fuck's sake. Uh, and then finally, we have four and a half stars by Kabum and Ober on January 21st, 2021. Wasn't paying attention, was thinking about the Emoji movie. Have you seen the Emoji movie? <laughs> no. No? I uh, I feel like it's almost like borderline uh, podcast material. It's not an anime, but it's just... It's just one of those movies that's like super memeable just because it's so bad. But I feel like if I would rather watch the Emoji movie than a movie like this, that says a lot about it, you know? Yeah, it's crazy that actually, you know, cell phones have spawned movies. I mean, we had Angry Birds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is the next mobile app that has any chance of becoming a movie? Jesus, I don't know. I mean, probably like the 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 Tinders and the Bumbles. Anything with dating is probably like pretty. Well, they already have easy to like. Do. We I just watched that movie, um, Jexy. Did you watch that? Jexy. I think it's Jexy. It's a, it's about a guy that gets a new phone and it has an AI, mm. and it's sort of like a spoof on her type of thing. Oh, okay. And the AI is really rude and shit, and he, ba- you know, she. It's a a woman AI mm. and. Basically, he falls in, you know, at the end, she, the, the AI falls in love with him, okay. and he helps him come out of his shell. He's a real dork type of thing. And oh, okay. It's sort of funny. Does he fuck it? Does he have, like, a yes. way to... Does he? Yeah. How? Not actually. No, he, he sits there and gives her an orgasm by plug, unplugging no him. No yes. way, dude. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go faster, faster. And he's sitting there, going, and all of a sudden, she, like, you know, on the screen, it's saying, Is it like, a white plug or a black plug? <laughs> How big it's, is the plug? It's a white plug. Okay, but so it's funny at the end. She was probably playing it up a no, little there's bit. There's a right? part in the movie too, though, where the um, she moves on to I don't I can't remember how it it switches over, but one of the guys in the movie then you know basically takes over for this guy and he becomes like the boyfriend, mm. and then he shows him doing the thing, and she's like, oh oh oh, and she, all of a sudden you see on the screen fake orgasm, fake orgasm. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm sure there's a lot of people. Once we do get into the, uh, you know, those sex bots and the the sex AI, anything that's sort of being integrated in your daily life where you may be able to flirt with it, I think that should be a component. We should be teaching people while they're getting off too. It's like you're just you're DJ scratching on this fake, you know, clitoris. You're not going to help anyone. Uh, yeah, I, I I think we should equip iPhones with vaginas, but like that's that's too galaxy blame for us to get there yet. You know? I think there's actually attachments that you can put to an iPhone. No way. I think there is. Okay, wait a second. I'm I'm gonna do the quickest Google search. I'm gonna do pocket pussy iPhone connector. I don't connector. know if there's a pocket pussy, but there's some kind of thing where I think you can. Oh, I did pocket. Sorry, what were you saying? And then you can interact with somebody. You know. Oh yeah, no, that's a real thing. I mean, yeah. that's um, that's like when you put something in uh like a, a woman's vagina and it's like a vibrator yeah. and you control. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's always funny when they do the videos because they do like, I mean. 
that's also like a porn category. But when they go on to public, yeah, you I've, have seen, that. I've seen those. How much would you, um, what's the minimum you would have to be paid for a uh, electronically controlled um, butt plug to be inserted into in public for <laughs> a week straight? No. None? No money? I don't know. I think that's a. I think you're underestimating the 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 grace that's being given to you by having this inserted into your ass and free money. Yeah. Well, I, I'll make that decision when that that money is presented. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Male masturbator cup accessories. This is the first thing that came up on my uh, Google search. It doesn't look like it has any sort of like connectivity here. It does have a pop filter though, which is like I don't know what you're doing that. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why you need a pop filter for your pocket pussy, but maybe, you know, that's like a dental dam. You need to still have that protection for your uh, your devices. But, Dad, now that we've uh, illuminated the Internet's thoughts, or at least some of my darkest thoughts about uh, sex toys, was there anything you wanted to shine your own spotlight on this movie? Well, the first thing I wanted to bring up was the fact that um, Kiki doesn't... It it seems like she's too old, which Mm. a lot of people have complained about. And... She's got the bow in the back. She doesn't have it in her hair. Like every, like the Mizaki one, you know what I mean? They needed to have a younger actor. Yeah. Well, and it that, showed that, it really when he picked her up and she's like a full grown, like 16 year old girl. Yeah. And he's trying to pick up his baby I mean, daughter. that just right off the bat sort of set me off wrong. Mm-hmm. Didn't seem like she was a Kiki. Yeah, no, for sure. She was, she was post pubescent Kiki yeah. and we just, or maybe in the middle of that. She's actually a fairly successful Japanese actress though. Really? She's still yeah, pretty uh I was looking up her IMDb. I'm sure this movie wouldn't tank her career. I she mean, actually won an award in Japan like best new actor or something like that. For this? Yeah. Wow. Okay. When she came out fresh hmm. face or something like that. Yeah. Well, they should have that at the Oscars. We've I've heard the suggestion that they have like a a, a best newcomer type of thing at the Oscars. That'd be kind of cool. So, I, I, you know, if we want to give it to this lady, sure. Fuck it. And then Gigi the cat. Um, obviously, everybody agrees that the CGI sort of sucked. Mm-hmm. But it was so... The cat was boring. It, it, it didn't have any personality. No. It didn't... You know, they could have used it for c- uh, comedic effect, but no. They just literally would just come in like, yeah, you know, like really monotone. It's like the Eeyore of cats. Yeah. Like it really just sapped the Phil Hartman out of... You know the performance. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what they were thinking. I mean, to I, I mean, maybe it's because they just didn't want to bring it would have cut you know the CGI that would have entailed to have more interaction with the cat. Yeah, but you could have just got a better voice actor, yeah. or just like had a j- Japanese comedian fucking take a. Well, swing he at just it. needed some better lines. I mean, he had nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was absent for. I mean, there was no part where he couldn't talk to her or anything like that. And I don't know if that even happened in the book or anything, or if that was something specifically. Um, in Miyazaki's film. But. Yeah. Also, she never lost the ability to uh, talk to him. That was the funny thing about yeah. this, is like, obviously the talking thing never came into fruition, but when she loses fucking Gigi in the woods after she crash lands, she doesn't find him for like a couple days. <laughs> and then he just shows up and he's like, I'm back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, that was his only line. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> it's like, we forgot. Like, that's the screenwriter. I was out in. there, Tom Catton. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. I have cat herpes now. Sorry. <laughs> Did you know cats can get herpes? And AIDS? Uh, no, I did not. Feline know herpes. Let's look that up. I wonder how bad that is. Uh, yeah, you can you can keep going while I'm searching. <laughs> Anytime I look up a weird thing, please just continue so I can you know dive deep. 
And then, of course, there's the baby hippo, <laughs> Maruko. And I think that the uh, that's the best pocket watch cure since um, Oz gave the Tin Man one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, literally ties a freaking po- uh, a pocket watch on the back of his tail, and that gives him, like, balance or whatever. What was he trying to insinuate? Spiritual balance. Yeah. yeah. Equilibrium with his body and soul. <laughs> it's like he couldn't feel his tail, so he was just, like, bummed out well that's like the phantom limb thing you know how people will be able to like still feel their fingertips after they get their arm taken off i've seen animals who like have had limbs taken off and they'll move their stumps uh with the you know the intention of like using their arm and shit like that and they they seem like they're still fucking doing something like it's a weird weird you know separation of that's truly what it is you know that phantom limb syndrome dude and i've looked up the feline herpes thing it's just from fucking i mean it's it doesn't seem like they're uh, getting giant sores or anything like that. It seems like it's more like a pink eye situation. I mean, these cats' eyes are like falling out of their head, so maybe it's not good for that respect. And then there was the scene where she's trying to learn how to ride a bike. So she can ride a broom, mm-hmm. and she can't ride a bike. Which brings back a memory of Winter Warlock from Santa Claus is Coming to Town. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> is that a movie? Yeah, where Winter Warlock is like, this is, I, I got a little clip for this you. Is like the Heat Miser? I really am a mean and despicable creature at heart, you know. It's so difficult to really change. <laughs> difficult? <laughs> why, why, look here. Changing from bad to goods is as easy as taking your first step. This brings back one foot in front of the other. the other, and soon you'll be. I mean, we don't have a witch, but we have a warlock, and he basically learned how to walk because other. he was just a. His and heart was melted. I can't believe he received a gift from Santa Claus. I can't believe how much these movies and these like songs just had a fucking stranglehold on everybody. From oh, yeah. your generation to everyone up to, uh, you know, me and everyone else. Everyone loved these claymation fucking movies. This was like an event. Like, this was part of Christmas. Yeah. We've lost all tradition, dude. We don't like the same shit anymore. We're all just addicted to watching TikTok. We can't get out of it. I, can, I just remember even when I was older, like, I went over somebody's house. For some reason, we had to go pick something up. And the guy was there with his daughter. And she's sitting there. I mean, she was probably like four. And she was so freaking excited that this freaking show was going to come on, man. Hey, David, (laughs) shut this fucking Christmas music off. We're at the fucking tailgate, jackass. Yeah, 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 maybe we should maybe we should hold off for the Christmas music for another day, Dad. I don't know. We're, we're right, playing this it's little Halloween for God's sake. Yeah, we we haven't even you know done the traditional uh, Halloween music yet. We're dipping into fucking you know Cold Miser or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> Winter Warlock. Winter Warlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm always just obsessed with Heat Miser. I think. All right. Well, my uh, my spotlights are. Uh, what would a cat talk about? And this was uh, obviously just like a question prompted by the fact that her and Gigi can converse. But it made me question what maybe the coolest animal would be to have so you can have conversations with. What do you think would be the best animal who would be like the best uh, ongoing conversation that you could have? Not with a cat. Mm. You know, They think would so? be condescending as shit. <laughs> that would be so snarky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, cats would probably be rude. They would probably say really mean things about you to your face. Like, they would slip into the bathroom when you're just getting out of the shower. It's like, I can see why your girlfriend left you. 
That's the type of shit cats would say to you. Dogs would be too nice. Do- dogs would be, yeah, way nice. Yeah. It's like that golden retriever friend. Like, we all know, like, yeah. a golden retriever person. It's just talking to a dumb, happy-go-lucky person, which, like, can Whatever get you, you so say far. to a dog, he'd be like, that's okay, man. I still love you. Yeah. <laughs> You're peeking. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't think a dog... Um... I think a bird doesn't have like I think it's maybe a dolphin. I think maybe the dolphin is just like in Made for Love. I think the the, the prefrontal cortex of a dolphin might be able to, or a whale. I would be in- interested to talk to a whale. Yeah. I think they could like really give me the uh, the insight to the the universe that maybe just I like don't when Dory know. talks to the whale. Oh, how do you fuck? <laughs> And then he just gives me, like, the dirtiest answer you can say. <laughs> yeah, I, I would probably choose a whale or, like, some sort of uh, sea creature that could do that. What's your pick? Oh, um, let me think. Kangaroo? No. No, not a monkey. Not a monkey. Um, How about an orangutan? I think an orangutan would be a good hang. Although I did just see a video of, like, some dude getting manhandled by an orangutan today. Uh, so maybe you should watch what you say to it. Oh, you do not want to fuck with an orangutan. No. I those, think we've talked about that. We've talked about a lot of things on this podcast <laughs> at this point. We've talked about a lot of weird shit. And I think we have talked about I the orangutan. I remember the Clint Eastwood, Any Which Way But Loose. He has the orangutan. Oh, I think literally. Clyde. Think, <laughs> Clyde the orangutan. Yeah, yeah. That's He's funny, wicked dude. cool. Do you think, do you think a, uh, an orangutan, if they could talk, would be a good wingman? Do you think because the orangutan is such an anomaly to talk to you, like, he could convince a girl to sleep with you? <laughs> it's like, this guy trained me. Like, this guy is so smart that he trained me. You should go on a date with him. I don't know. I think the girls would think that the orangutan was sort of goofy. Because yeah. they're sort of goofy looking. Yeah, they have those, like, big flat faces and yeah. shit like that. A little little chubby for uh, monkey's sake. I mean... But I, I would definitely want to, you know, have an orangutan in my corner if I got in a fight. Oh, yeah. An orangutan would be like... He would clean up. It would be top five. That's a top yeah. five draft pick. <laughs> Maybe. Or, you know, uh, at least in the top ten. It's a lottery pick at the very least. Uh, and the next thing I had up was old world medicine. And this is in relation to uh, Kiki's mother who is, like, using witchcraft and shit. Uh, but how that manifests itself in her powers is, like, her medicinal powers and how she can create medicines that can, you know cure people and shit like that with random ailments and the uh the the google search that i went on afterwards relates to essentially just what human beings thought was going to be the answer for like a medical problem and one of the funniest ones for me was uh the creation of a vibrator back in the 19th century was uh used as a cure for hysteria and I'll give you, this is on the histo- uh, history, ch- uh, excuse me, this is on history.com, and I'll just read off the description. We have uh, 19th century doctors to thank for the introduction of the vibrator, which was first advertised as a cure-all for uh, female diseases known as hysteria. Hysteria was believed to be caused by any maladies, including anxiety, irritability, sexual desire, insomnia, faintness, and a bloated stomach. So almost, almost every woman showed some symptoms. And the only way that they were, uh, the only way they believed they could fix that is by giving them an orgasm. Right. <laughs> Which is the funniest fucking idea. It's like every, you know, possible thing that could happen to a, a woman, these these creatures that we don't understand or are barely human, they just need to come. And then they're able to, uh, you know, integrate back into society. Otherwise, they're going to go batshit crazy. Uh, I remember watching a movie about that. Yeah? Yeah. And um, then I think it was the guy that invented the vibrator. 
it was about him. This was the guy who invented the vibrator. Yeah. What was it? Uh, Joseph Mortimer Granville, a steam-powered electromagnetic <laughs> medical instrument nicknamed the Manipulator, <laughs> yeah. to cure their wandering wombs. Yeah. That's uh, that's quite the biopic. Because they literally had guys that had to, you know that women went to, and mm-hmm. they were you know specifically supposed to give women orgasms. You know, I mean, using their hand. Yeah. It's really funny to me that I mean we could have a, a larger conversation about like what's forgotten over uh, time passing, but like has men just like the general male populace ever figured it the fuck out of like how to please a woman? Because it seems like all this this history stuff has just showed us that dudes, on the whole, have never been able to find it. <laughs> have yeah. never been able to, you know, work the clit or anything. Have barely been able to do anything but hurt women uh, for, you know, millennia. So I- I'm glad they were at least trying to cure some fucking, um, cure their anxiety with a few orgasms, but holy shit. <laughs> uh, and then my final uh, spotlight was Zuckerberg rallying the Kali Yuga. And this is just uh, a reference to how when Kiki was riding on the water, she uh, she put her broom down and she kind of like looked like when Zuckerberg had painted his face white and was like riding on that wave runner. Do you know what I'm talking about? That picture? No. Um, you, you're going to laugh when you see this. But uh, Zuckerberg, like one summer, I think it was 2021, he put a bunch of sunblock on his face and he was riding on this like... <laughs> this wave device and it's one of the most iconic pictures I've ever seen because it's absolutely you know a horrible picture but look at this thing what the hell yeah he was having the time of his life using his little remote controlled uh, wakeboard or whatever that is yeah that's taking sunscreen to a whole new level it's like you're really that afraid of getting a sunburn Mark you lizard person <laughs> But that just also goes into like the general downfall of meta he he right was now. In freaking cognito, there he was like trying to hide. Yeah, he thought I'm he not was Mark safe. Zuckerberg on here. <laughs> I'm Zark Fuckerberg. Leave me alone. I'm a white man in white face. <laughs> yeah, tr- truly the greatest mask you can wear. Just putting more white on yourself. Really, really blend into the environment. Yeah, I mean, just in case you didn't know, did you see any of the stuff how like meta is like falling apart right now? Yeah, I think though, Mark is so committed to this metaverse thing because if we're looking grand scale and even how like far ahead where we're going to have to try to transmogrify uh, or transmute uh, consciousness into light, I think that's just where he's really like, this is the long-term plan for Zuckerberg is what I'm trying to project yeah. in my mind. Like this, he's, this, he's trying to get into the, the, the well, cryo chamber. I shit. mean, I'm not saying that we'll never have any kind of, you know, metaverse here, but the thing of it is, is like, and I just upgraded our, our uh, quest here mm-hmm. and i was thinking about like oh, i want to check out this metaverse thing but i haven't and it's just like it's just a pain in the ass to put on this thing you know on your head i mean nobody's going to come home and do this shit and yeah. then even the, i read an article where the people that are designing it like they're not dog fooding it themselves you know what i mean they're just it's not fun yeah yeah i don't think there's enough accessibility right now with what's available I think, you know, he... <laughs> Look at how many people have tried to pull out, you know, VR stuff, and it's just never really taken off. I mean, it's there, it's cool, Yeah. but once the novelty runs, you know, is, is done, you just really... It, it, I don't know. It just... It's too much work. Well, the technology is like... Most people want to just sit on the couch with their, you know... Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The technology is, like, bad in a sense where it's not streamlined with just general 
uh, bodily movement. Like you still have the controllers, like the headset. Although they did, uh, they did just make the new Pro Quest, which is a little bit more fitted and has yeah, a little I've bit more balance that. and shit like that. But even that is still following with sort of the restrictions of the headset. But did you see the first Avatar that Zuckerberg put out of himself? Like, and it was really. It was fucking Chinese. Yeah, it was. No, I was goofy kidding. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't Chinese. It was goofy looking. It was. It looked like him, uh, but he looked like a baby. And then, of course, like I don't know, a week later, they came out with you know a, a, a little bit more acceptable looking, at least in terms of like it wasn't so basic. Mark Zuckerberg's avatar. I wonder how much time he spends. Oh yeah, I can see it now. Yeah, they <laughs> added a little bit more shading and like he has that stupid fucking little bangs and shit like that yeah the fact that he has micro bangs was just hilarious i never understood the zuckerberg haircut too it's like what's he doing with that i think that dude is is so weird everything has to be called into question <laughs> all these decisions are coming from this place where like he thinks he's a quote-unquote genius but you know I, I i'm still out all the people that we think are geniuses the the Musk, the kanye's the zuckerbergs i think they're all fucking idiots but that's maybe just me uh but dad now we've uh, definitely shined some spotlights here and there. Was there any unintentional lesson or any takeaway that you had from this movie? Yeah, no one truly trusts a witch. Yeah, all these dumb witches. My witch wife is always fucking behind my back doing <laughs> shit. Dude. There's always an attitude that witches are going to cast some spell on you or they're going to do something evil. Yeah. And I was looking about the uh, Salem witch trials. Mm. And did you know that in July of 2022 elizabeth johnson jr was the last convicted salem witch and she is yet to be cleared but was officially exonerated so as of 2022 the last witch finally got exonerated from being a witch wow it's what was the, the and charge? i mean this goes way back to 1692 mm-hmm. 200 people were accused of practicing witchcraft 20 well, were executed holy shit well, what were they trying to do that was, like, technically witchcraft? Oh, it was just stupid shit. <laughs> they were filing their taxes? I mean, people <laughs> were just saying lies about them and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, if somebody got sick or something, that the you know, it's the same kind of thing in... in she Keith. can swim! She's a fucking witch! Yeah. <laughs> she, she made fucking, you know, she made bread with no flour. <laughs> she gave me this freaking stuffed animal. It's evil. It's cursed. She gave me blue balls! <laughs> She's a witch! <laughs> That's not how witching works there, Trump. It's not. It's not you know something about witch trials, huh, Trump? It's the biggest witch hunt you've ever fucking seen. Every day they chase me with fire. I don't even know magic, <laughs> except in the bedroom. That's where I do all my magic, boys. I really, really doubt that. I don't think you even sleep in the same bedroom as Melania. So unless you're doing card tricks by yourself, there's probably not a lot of magic going on. Is it true you are a warlock? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I toured, uh, my friend Dumbledore, he called me, he invited me to Hogwarts. He gave me a whole semester as the dean. I, it's not even real. It's not a real place. It's not true, Trump. Stop fucking lying. This, uh, this isn't necessarily related to witches, but I, uh, I think I was introduced to, like, the goth or the witch type of girl through Scooby-Doo. Uh, and there is this whole, like, subsection of attraction of millennial men who are like really into goth chicks or like big titted goth girls is like a, a trope now. Like Elvira. Who? Elvira. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Elvira is? Elvira? Yeah. L. How do you spell that? E L I V I R A. Elvira. 
Oh, okay. The yeah, 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 yeah. Mistress that's, of the dark. That's what every uh, that's what every millennial dude is looking for. A uh, big titted, uh, black haired girl with a beehive on her head. Dude. She's actually a redhead. All the uh, it seems like all redheads who fucking die her <laughs> like that are. You know. I don't think it, no. She doesn't die. It's a wig. I know. I know. <laughs> it seems like redheads do that a lot though. They they went the the full black. But I can see uh, I can see this this Elvira definitely getting some hits on. You know, TikTok, if they're around today. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> what I was going to say was uh, Scooby-Doo introduced me to the the Hex Girls. And I remember this came on with one of the movies. I can't remember which one it was. Oh, it was Scooby-Doo in The Witch's Ghost. But uh, this was the... Um, the music video or the music that they played during the movie and like these three girls were the essentially my my nala moment you know how a lot of people get turned on by like the lion king and shit like that yeah. seeing the hex girls was essentially that for me uh, so this is the the scene of it headed sisters <sighs> zoinks it's the witch holy zoinks she's got some big ass titties i think that's albira <laughs> Like Scooby, they think I'm getting a hurt out of my pants. They're so god, they're so hot. Scooby Doo, you can turn on. Ruru Reggie, Runner. She's clearly a vampire. <laughs> yeah, she. He needs the the blood sucked out for sure. Let's go. All right. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about, dude. You you drop the hex girls, you name drop the hex girls. That's gonna get some uh, some blood flowing in places that they maybe forgot about. That's almost like a sub subliminal message for a lot of dudes. Uh, so the only takeaway that I had, aside from talking about the fucking hex girls, was uh, it's important for the body and soul to be at one, which is uh, maybe uh, exemplified by that fucking hippo. But my other takeaway was that witches are uh, people pleasers. Which I didn't really uh, ever consider until this movie really put into perspective where, like, they have to prove to everyone that they exist. That's sort of the whole reason they go on these uh, apprenticeships. It's not only to, to, you know, allow these 13-year-olds to kind of grow up fast because they're completely on their fucking own. But it's all about just showing people that there's still magic in the world. I don't know. I, I, think, I think witches should just be okay with themselves, you know? Get a little more self-esteem. <laughs> I don't think they need to be proven to everyone that they're real. They can just be real to themselves. That's all my that's my witch tip of the day for all my witches out there. So dad. All right, the witch whisperer. Yeah. Well, we've uh <laughs> <laughs> That's what they called me. I'm the witch whisperer. I grab him by the cauldron. Ew. Gross, dude. I'm sure it's hot and bubbling down there. Uh <laughs> speaking of uh, you know, <laughs> Speaking of monsters, ghouls, and all their uh, general practices, we are once again dipping back into uh, one of our favorite traditions, which is uh, only a tradition this year because we're doing it again. But I think uh, I think there needs to be another mash this year, Dad. I, I feel uh-huh. like it's been a long time coming. The mash has been sort of in its cave all year, and finally we need to break it out. So just uh just for the, the those day ones dude let's throw another mash at them let's do it hell yeah we were camping in the woods in our tent when my nose inhaled a 
skunk, he said, so I opened up, saw a monster getting high, and suddenly, to my surprise, he dropped the stash, he dropped the monster stash, he dropped the stash, we burned the bag down to ash, we smoked the stash, it got us high in a flash, we smoked the stash, we smoked the monster stash, when we made it back home, we still had a taste for the monster drugs that could have been laced. So we summoned a ghoul who would sell us a bag. Then we rolled up a joint and took us a drag. We smoked the stash. We smoked the monster stash. We smoked the stash. We burned the bag down to ash. We smoked the stash. It got us high in a flash. We smoked the stash. We smoked the monster stash. The zombies drank too much rum. Drink too much time. The party had just begun. Just begun. Oh. The guests included Wolfman, Seth Rogen, and Elon Musk. <laughs> the living room was hazy, all were high as a kite. Snoop Dogg's in the corner smoking till he turns white. The vampire Coke is about to arrive. If you cut me a line, I might not survive. We smoke the stash. We smoked the monster stash. We smoked the stash. We burned the bag down to ash. We smoked the stash. It got us high in a flash. We smoked the stash. We smoked the monster stash. Stop, stop. Don't look at Medusa. Nobody look at her. Masky, Masky. Whoa, 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 whoa. Eve, stop fucking around with freaking Sasquatch. Whoa, whoa, yeah, Sasquatch. Jesus. <laughs> stop making out with Bigfoot. Hey, sorry, guys. Flippa, Flippa. Whoa, 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 buddy. I don't know if you ever get, you know, stay away from that weed. Oh, uh, smoking there, but Holy shit, dude. I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> I thought that blowhole was filled up. <laughs> yeah, it, is, it should be. I can't believe you're able to do that either, Flippa. Oh, gross, dude. Alright, this is getting too much. Everyone get out. I'm getting too high. I think I see the machine elves again. <laughs> freaking out! Too high! <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was exactly what we needed. I think... I think I caught a few fumes from whatever party we were uh, yeah, for on that I song. I don't even know if I can finish. Woo! I know. Is it weird that um, Muskie was like making moves on Sasquatch? I think Muskie <laughs> was looking for anybody that night. Seems it doesn't like, surprise me. I mean, Muskie goes for anything that freaking moves. It's crazy to me that him and Flipper have like this weird open relationship, but Muskie's still pretty. Uh, he, he's still kind of controlling. He's very, you know. He wants to be kind of Flipper's boyfriend, but he doesn't want to admit it. Hey, that's not fucking true. I'm not. I'm not trying to date Flipper. You know, I'm still. I'm still trying to. You know, be a single man. We we, we could just hook up. You you've hooked up with people right before without being their fucking. You know, the partner. I don't know, Muskie. I'm sort of all about like love and stuff like that. I, I can't just be hooking up with people left and right. Yeah, well, you want Bill like me? I'm fucking. I'm I'm meant for that shit. You know, that's why I'd be fucking trees. I'd be making moves on Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm just an animal, man. I got the wolf man inside of me, and I've been inside the wolf man. <laughs> okay there, Muskie. Muskie. Yeah, I would uh, I would keep all this... I guess this is quasi-bestiality to yourself, because uh, once again, we've uh, we've come to another spooky season tradition, and uh, let's, <laughs> let's introduce our favorite category. And what about that scream? We gotta dump that. All right, you know any good screamers? I got a few ideas. I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> Scream Queens! Yeah! Coming back for another round, and we have uh, quite a doozy, because I have 
uh, a whole mess of, of sounds from the internet, from regular movies, from horror movies, and is uh, up to you, Dad, to, to decide it all and be able to get Erskine some points before this game. Because although we don't have our uh, fuck it pass, which might be uh, handy considering that you haven't been doing very well, we're going to have a chance to put seven points on the board for the Vipers before we even get into the stadium, before we even send it over to Joe. You know, we're, we're going big time with Scream Queens. So are you, uh, you ready to get at it? Sure. So to re-explain the rules to anyone listening at home, uh, how we play this game is that I will play a sound effect. And the sound effect is either an internet sound, uh, a sound from a movie that is not a horror movie, or a scream from a horror movie. So Dad has to uh, pick what it is, and if he gets it right, he's able to get a point for Erskine. So Dad, first up on Scream Queens. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm adding this to your prostitute. I'm adding this no! to your cash. No! 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 Dad, what do you think that is? Off the top of the the top rope, off the flip, which was usually what we do in this category. Oh man! Um, is it a movie? Is it a horror movie? Or is it an internet sound? I think it's a movie. You think it's a movie? Yeah. You locking that one in? Yeah. Dad, you are incorrect. That was uh, that was actually. Have you ever watched the videos where um, dudes will put like a, a voice editing filter over their uh, over their you know recording or whatever, and they'll talk to these these Indian telemarketers who are trying to scam them with like these five hundred dollar Google Play things. Oh. When they redeem it, the the uh, the Indian telemarketer lose their fucking mind. Have you seen those videos before? No, they're, I haven't seen the videos now. They're hilarious, dude. The 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 listen to them absolutely lose their shit over like what usually amounts to like a hundred bucks at the most. I, I get a <laughs> kick out of it. Uh so next one up on Screen Queen since we weren't able to get that first one. Ah! Alright, Dad, was that an internet scream? Was that a scream from a movie or a horror movie? You can hear it again if you'd like. With yeah, let me hear again. Ah! I think it's an internet scream. Internet scream? Yeah. You locking that in? Yeah. Dad, you were correct. That is uh, from actually Tom and Jerry. That's uh, Tom screaming. I'm, I'm sure he was hit with some sort of hammer on the tail. That's usually how that works <laughs> out for him. Uh, so we got one point, and we still have uh, five more to go. So next one up. All right, Dad. What do you think it is? Uh, I'm going to say movie. Is it a regular movie or a horror movie? A horror movie. Dad. You were correct. That was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. That was <laughs> Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Freddy Krueger had just sliced open the girl on the scene and she was crawling up the wall like the fucking actress. I recognize that Freddy laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I think he also got his face pulled off in that, in that sequence, too. So definitely uh, right face on the money. Face pulled off? Yeah, he had a... It was like... I don't know. I haven't fucking seen that movie. Or I've seen parts of it. Yeah. All right. Next one up. All right, Dad. What do you think that was? Mm, I'm just going to say it's a regular movie. Regular movie. You're locking that in? Yeah. Dad, you were correct again. That was Predator. That was Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> post-rubbing a bunch of shit on his face uh, and getting ready for battle. 
Take me to the chapa. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. One more. And we have a couple more after that. Uh, so right now you have, what is it? One for Predator, one for Elm Street, one for Tom, and then you missed What's-His-Face, uh, the first one. So we have uh, three points and uh, one miss, and we have a couple more to go. So next one. You want to hear that movie. one again? Horror movie. You locking that one in? Yeah. Dad, you are incorrect. Uh, it was from Willy Wonka. That wow. was, do uh, you remember on the um, the boat? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, Gene Wilder letting out that weird fucking thing. So we have, uh, for the sake of it, I'll just do two more since I have a fucking bunch of these. All right, so next one up on Scream Queens. All right, horror, regular movie, or an internet sound? I was going to think it's an internet. Locking that in? Yeah. Dad, you were incorrect. That was from Nightcrawler. That was uh, Jake Gyllenhaal screaming at himself in the mirror before breaking the uh, breaking the glass. <laughs> so we have a chance to essentially get, I think, four points uh, or five if you get this last one right. And then we can take it over to uh, to Joe to see. So what's it? 3-3? Three, three, yeah, we have 3-3 three, three currently, uh, and we have the last one up. I want to see which one that I want to use. All right. Here we go. Final Scream Queen Scream. Call the police. All right, Dad. Final one. Do it again. Call the police. I'm going to say horror movie. Horror movie? Are you locking that one in, Dad? Yeah. You are oh. correct! And that was from Scream itself. That was, uh, <laughs> I believe, Drew Barrymore's mother uh, seeing her fucking body hanging from a tree. Nice. So, Dad, we were able to secure, uh, secure, what, four or five points? No, it was four points because you got three wrong. So, we're heading into this game with a four-point lead, which... It's pretty substantial since three usually gets you uh, a lot of leeway with how this fucking you know shit usually goes for Erskine, but uh, we're back at where you paying attention. We're at the stadium. We're uh, we're actually filing over to our seat now, and I'm sure we'll be able to actually pop over to the booth and maybe uh, talk to Joe and Cliff, which we've never actually been in person except for Cancel Island, which is kind of cool. We'll get to see them in action, you know. Even though I'm not like too impressed with uh, how coked up and you know <laughs> bad they are at their jobs most of the time, but we're not that great either. <laughs> So, Dad, why don't we uh, send this over to our favorite co-host and get this game started? Yeah, let's do it. All righty, Joe. Hit, Hit it with, with those horns. horns. Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cook. And to my left, I'm joined by my partner in commentary, Cliff Picton High School Jockage. What's up, Joe? What is up, buddy? It's so good to see you. Happy Halloween. Yeah. I got my costume on. Yeah, I see you're dressed up as uh, Dorothy from uh, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah. Where's your Toto? Um, you know, we're not allowed to have uh, dogs in the booth, but uh, yeah, he's out in the car. That seems worse. <laughs> you left your dog in your fucking car? Yeah, is that a problem? Yes, it's a problem. So, somebody get the security to go break a window. <laughs> <laughs> and together, we're, uh, we're coming to you live from Raymond James Stadium in Sunshiny Tampa Bay. 
We're anticipating a great game between the Oklahoma City Occultists and the Tampa Bay Vipers. Where... Uh, holy fuck! Is, is that a flying saucer landing on the field? What? Oh my god, Dad! Dad! Oh. oh my god, they just crushed the entire Occultist team! <laughs> Obviously, I have fans everywhere. Patrick Erskine! <laughs> we spoke to you in a dream! When you were high on DMT! I hope you weren't responsible for that anal probe. We fucked you in the ass! <laughs> and we're here to do it again! Whoa, okay. Um, it sounds like these aliens have not only uh, met you before Erskine, uh, but they've probed you and they're back to do it again. Uh, but this time it seems like they're willing to do it on the field, which is... Maybe a little bit nicer I than kidnapping I guess I shouldn't you. have invited him to come out and potty. Oh, I thought I was dreaming. <laughs> Prepare your answer, Scott! <laughs> Holy shit, Dad. This is, uh, this is pretty scary, dude. We just watched, I don't know, a 53-man roster and the coaching staff just die under the bottom of a spaceship. And now we get to see Erskine play against fucking aliens? What is this, Independence Day? <laughs> Welcome no, to it's Earth, only dude. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, we need to wait, uh, I guess, until fucking July before the aliens show up. <laughs> Alien invasions are a summer thing. We're in the middle of fall. Yeah. At least let us enjoy leaf season, you right. crazy fucks. But, Dad, we uh, we apparently have to fight for, uh, I guess, all of humanity in this game. So let's just jump right into the first half. So question number one. At what age do the young witches decide their path? Is it A12, B13, C14, or D15? It is B13. B13. Alrighty, Joe, what's going on? Drew, after their surprise landing on the occultist sideline and killing the entire team, we've learned that not only is this alien life intelligent, but they love football. So much so that they brought their own pads. Let's see if Petra can prove that he's not only the best quarterback in the planet, but also in the galaxy. We're just going to snap. Five-step drop of the rush is coming. Patrick spills out. Now he's going to wing it down the middle. And it's caught. Columbo wish my kid would die. Keezy bringing this one in with a big Vipers first down. Wow. Columbo wish my kid would die. Keezy really, uh, really making these aliens have to sweat it out a little bit. Showing that speed. Showing that mammalian speed, which is maybe something these fucking tentacle bug monsters might not understand. So uh, question number two. Let's try to put some points on the board. Uh, how did Maruko lose its tail? Was it A, bit off by a lion, uh, B, caught in a door, C, fell off due to a sickness, or D, it was born without one? It is A, bit off by a lion. Alrighty, Joe. Uh, how's he uh, doing out there? Drew, we're just starting the second quarter and the Vipers are lining up and they're mailed the bomb as a joke package. Erskine nice it. Three-step drop. Juicy thighs throws the block and Erskine has the time. Now he throws to the post receiver. And it's caught. Hope Ryan got mauled by a Kodak Presti. Welcoming the invaders to Earth with a huge Vipers touchdown. Yeah. Holy shit. We are going up 11-0 to against these alien scum motherfuckers, dude. The annual invaders are getting their asses pushed in. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is quite the day for humanity, which we've had a lot of low points lately. And this might be, you know, on that Michael Jordan Space this Jam shit. This is freaking loser leaves town. Loser leaves the galaxy. <laughs> or Sky has to become... Loser leaves the planet. Yeah, they have to become a fucking slave in some sort of alien zoo. All right, question number three before halftime. How many years did it take Osono to get clients for her bakery? Is it A, one year, B, two years, C, three years, or D, four years? I believe it is C, three years. C, three years. Joe, it's going to happen before the break. Drew... 
The halftime break is approaching and the Vipers will look primed to make a move in there. My Witch Wife cursed me formation. Or should I say, play action. The Invaders bite on the fake and now Patrick's going to go over the top. And it's a perfect pass. Neangelo, kind of like Hitler the whole time putters. Making these aliens look like subs, making them look like a subspecies with another huge Vipers touchdown. Yeah. Wow, Vipers going up. It's fucking 18 to 0. These fight, I mean, these aliens act like they've never even played football before. They're lining up like the uh, the Colts did with that fake punt. They're just fucking completely out of formation. And Neangelo kind of like Hitler the Obviously whole time. Obviously, they butters. haven't studied American football, but uh, yeah, they got some uh, some tips from I don't even know who's a bad fucking NFL coach. Who is uh, I play my best when the planet's on the line. I guess so. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm glad he's really feeling uh, uh, truly like the savior that he's uh, always pretending to be. But did you see that uh, Kanye apparently has been like obsessed with Hitler for like a while? Uh, that was some like other story that he had been uh, considering naming, um, whether it was like Yeezus or some other album that he was doing, Hitler. Like that was going to be the name of it. But yeah, I guess that's where Neangelo kind of like Hitler the whole time. Butter's got his name. But I'm uh, I'm ready to go kick it over the halftime because we got a lot to talk about. I mean, holy shit, Joe, uh, you you probably should rush into that fucking locker room and get some answers out of Erskine because he's he's acting as the planet's defender right now. So, you know, talk to our superstar. Alrighty. Patrick, you're, you're doing incredible out there. This is, well, I mean, for one, uh, one of the most important human interactions with aliens ever, and you're kicking their ass. How do you feel? I feel damn good, man. I mean, I'm not going to allow any of these aliens to come down here and freaking show us how to play football, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. If anything, they only know how to play basketball. We all know that from Space Jam. But, I mean, do you, uh, do you, uh, you know... Are you going to take any of the advice from uh, Homeland Security? It seems like they've been uh, ringing at your phone all uh, all game so far. The U.S. government is qu- trying to give you an audible pretty quickly. <laughs> For what? I don't know. It seems like Joe Biden has uh, also some ideas. I think he's uh, big into the run game. <laughs> I don't think he's a bunch of a passer. He's old school like that. But, I mean, you're doing great, Erskine. Uh, was there anything that you had to uh, say to your fans or uh, maybe uh, to all of those people watching out there hoping that Earth doesn't become incinerated after this game? I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you fucking okay? Like, what's going on? Are you having an out-of-body experience? This is the craziest shit we've ever done. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. These aliens have somehow, like, scrambled my brain or something. I, I'm, I'm hoping I can continue in the second half. <laughs> Well, yeah, you you should probably I don't have any nightmares. You you should probably try to clear your head. Uh, maybe do some meditation, or I don't know, uh, put on a, a fucking aluminum tin helmet or something like that. You need to get some tin foil, <laughs> even though it's aluminum nowadays. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, Joe. Uh, there's a lot. I don't think you should give him any drugs either. I know you were reaching in your pocket for that bag there. The cameraman tried to hide it the last second, but yeah, this is uh, this is quite the game so far, and you've put yourself into a position where you would have to really blow up in the second half to lose. So let's see. Hopefully, Erskine is able to uh, keep his shit straight. So question number four. How quickly does Kiki complete Tombo's flying experiment? Is it A, a minute and 35 seconds, B, two minutes, C, two minutes and 41 seconds, or D, three minutes and 23 seconds? What? This is when uh, Tombo comes and asks her to deliver um, that book. And those kids are, like, holding the stopwatch and shit like that uh, when she flies over there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay. I think it's C. C? Yeah. You locking that one in? Yeah. All righty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew, we're in the second half. The Vipers are coming in line with some pep in there. Talk to my cat when I'm lonely package. 
Or he's gonna exit. He'll fake the handoff and roll right. Now he's gonna let it go. And it's a laser! Merv Willis tattooed mid Romney Schultz, handling the pass with his soft hands, and that's gonna be a first down, Vipers. Merv Willis, tattoo of Mitt Romney, really coming through, making you uh, making you pretty much guaranteed for a win here, which, I don't know, we've had some, uh, maybe some close encounters with aliens, but this is, like I said, this is a historical moment. <laughs> so question number five, how many months pregnant is Osono? Is it A3, B5, C7, or D8? Hmm. I'm going to go... D. D? Eight, yeah. Alrighty, Joe, what's happening out there? Drew, it's the third quarter and the Vipers are hurting the line in there. Try to fly when I smoke crack formation. Or's gonna snap, fight a drop. The line is holding strong and Patrick's gonna make the most of it with a long ball. And it's caught! Just Jenkins record myself crying Western! <laughs> coming down with the unidentified football object for a huge touchdown! Woohoo! Dad, we got another <laughs> touchdown! We are up big against these alien fucks! <laughs> this is so cool! Yeah. I can't believe it, dude. I thought we were going to maybe have some sort of, like, good the relationships. The might be interplanetary, but they still know how to play football. Yeah, well, they at least know how to fuck you in the ass, and they couldn't do it today. Because uh, we're up, what is it, 20, 25. Yeah, you would think they could do some weird anti-gravity shit, but no. No. Well, the triple XFL has, like, some leeway with the rules, but you can't just be using anti-gravitational devices on the fucking 50-yard line and shit like that. Yeah, that's definitely cheating. Yeah, I mean, we would send them to Cancel Island. They would have to hang out with The Rock. I'm sure The Rock would probably have uh, something to say about, you know, these alien invaders, but he's still banished, dude, and that's why we're uh, holding it down. So, Dad, let's just fucking finish this game out strong. What is the song that uh, Kara Takami plays on the radio during uh, Kiki's delivery of... Uh, the the hippo is it mm. a deliver your heart b voice c breath of the wild or d fly away love i'm gonna say it's a deliver your heart a deliver your heart yeah all joe how's this game gonna end drew we're in the final minute of the fourth quarter and the vipers are lining up and they're heading ego death of the hippo package Snap. Another play action. He's looking. He sees a hole in the zone. That's where he's going to go. But the invaders close the gap and it's an interception. <laughs> Disco B ate the alien princess Fengu. Jumping all over the pass and securing this as he runs back to the end zone for six. Damn. So you had to give one to the alien race, I guess. Yeah. You know, they have those long tentacles. They have to be able to, to scoop one of those balls out of the air. <laughs> but uh, we're going to finish this game fucking 25 to 7. And you've absolutely destroyed your uh, your alien competitors. And uh, It was never a doubt. It didn't seem like it, even though uh, they came in here pretty strong, killing an entire you know roster of people. It, it seems like they're going to be living here with a tail between their legs. And they have a lot of tails. They have a lot of tentacles, too. Yeah, well, I think that's illegal use of tentacles. I mean, <laughs> Inal- <laughs> illegal use of the tentacles. <laughs> oh, wait, there's a flag on the play. <laughs> oh, they're calling back the pick. <laughs> Wow, Erskine's going to get a first down. Then I'll call Club Tentacle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you're clubbing this one through the, uh, through the fucking you know, I knew uprights. It. Cheaters. I think, uh, I think your kicker is going to be able to boot this one through after that, uh, after that callback. And we're, we're really winning it now. 28 to 0. <laughs> the aliens have nothing to complain about except everything. You know. What? Patrick, uh, I see uh, that these uh, these aliens are coming over. Um, I, I just just be careful, you know. I got your back. Patrick, that was amazing. <laughs> you 
we thought you would be a little bitch because we, I mean, we probed you so hard. Yeah, well, just take your alien asses and get the hell out of here and take your anal probe with you. Well, uh, well, well we might be back for the playoffs. You never know. <laughs> oh. I don't think you're allowed to come back to the playoffs unless you play a full season there, uh, alien people. Yeah. You know. I already told you, loser leaves planet. <sighs> yeah, I guess you're right. Well, I will. Not. Unless you bring the green bitch. <laughs> you remember? My wife? You, no. <laughs> what do you mean? You, you're gonna try to fuck her? Yeah, remember that? Uh, you know, Captain Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do actually. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come back. I swear. Yeah. I'll Bring All some right. hot alien. You know. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, it seems like this guy can't even fucking talk our uh, our English language. So we're probably tapping up on the uh, the communicational boundaries of uh, us and these aliens, since it seems like they just want to sort of like shepherd us into some pussy situations. But you know, we'll see you later, there, alien scum. We're uh, we got to get to the parking lot and get the fuck out of here before you know traffic gets a little too crazy. Uh, but Dad, as uh, Erskine celebrates with the rest of Earth. And these aliens, uh, I guess, clean the rest of that team off their fucking bumper. Let's try to play some Would You Rather to keep up the festivities before we uh, get into some uh, more fun categories that we have planned. So, Dad, would you rather grow a tail that has consciousness or live on an island with a giant parrot, a monkey, and a hippo? So you in the island situation would be the only human inhabitant of something that is otherwise populated by these main, like, three monsters type of thing. They're, like, almost like a King Kong uh, size of these things. They're huge. And they rule over these these spaces of the island. Yeah, but are they... Um, are they friendly? No, for no. sure not. So they're after me. Um, so I'm the only... They're human- going to battle each other. I'll admit they'll probably fuck around with each other a little bit. But you're, like, the lowest on the totem pole. Well, the hippo will murder all of them. Yeah, but the hippo is probably the most, like, it has to be the one that is uh, fucked with the most for it to, like, really get amped up, you know? <laughs> it's the powerhouse, but it's, like, it's a it's 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 cool-headed in that respect. Although the tail with the consciousness thing, that's like a tail with a, a mind of its own thing. You know how, like, Doc Ock's octopus arms all had, you know, the AI brain where they were able to do shit. Uh, it's very similar, but you have, like, a monkey tail. Almost like you're a natural-born Saiyan. Uh, <laughs> except this tail is... Maybe a little bit more, I don't know, risque, depending on how it's going about it. <laughs> My tail is risque? I mean, it could be. You could have, like, a, a deviant tail. The tail, uh, being that it has consciousness, I don't know if it's, like, a good consciousness. It could be just something that, like, it knows it can fuck with you and it likes to fuck with you. It's sort of like the hand in um, Demon um, yeah, 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 exactly. It's on its own. It, yeah. I'll say it, I'll say it, it can talk to you internally. It doesn't speak out loud. So <laughs> people can't be like, are you fucking, is that tail talking? Yeah. But the ta- the tail can communicate with you telepathically. Yeah, if the tail had a mouth, I would just like, no. It yeah. Happen. Telepathically though, it could definitely talk to you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, shit. I don't know. I mean, living with a giant parrot, monkey, and hippo is like essentially just living on, you know, King Kong's Island with all those dinosaurs type of thing. That's sort of how I'm picturing it. Like these giant monsters, these giant animals live, but then there's like subspecies around it that are lesser dangerous, but still very dangerous. So I think that's a shit show. Um, I'm just going to say fucking and grow a tail because 
worst comes the worst, I can try to cut it off. And if I bleed out, that's on me. <laughs> but, but, but I think that I have to choose that one because I'm going to be stuck on this island. I probably won't be able to, you know, train the bird to fly me off of there. I don't think the monkey's going to do me any favors and the hippo would just eat me. So I think I'm going to go tail. Yeah, but the hippo doesn't come on land. They just sort of stay in the water. <clears throat> the monkey, it sort of sounds King Kongish. Well, that, I mean, all areas of the fucking island are taken over. Land, sea, or land, water, and air. You know, they're always fucking swooping around somewhere. You're not safe almost anywhere. <laughs> okay, whatever. I mean, you're, you're safe in some respects. You can have some shelter, you know. I don't know what the hell my tail's going to tell me, but... Same thing that a fucking, you know, a cat or a, a monkey would. Anything, you know, these, they're animal brains. They're not smart. <laughs> they're not giving you, like, hot takes on the universe. Uh, Your tail has no conception of the Big Bang. Let's just say that. They can't, like, project what God meant. Well, what's its purpose, then? Yeah, it just, it's like I said, it's a lower level of consciousness. It can sort of have receptivity, but it's not doing a lot. So I'm going to go with tail. What are you going to do? Yeah, why not? All right, two tails of a feather, I guess, are, are flocking together. <laughs> uh, all right, next on Would You Rather and our last one up. Would you rather be hunted by Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees or be hunted by Alien and Predator? But you do get to choose one person to help you uh, with either situation. So, obviously with Jason and Michael, these are just killing machines. They seem to not be able to die. They keep coming back to life. Although the Predator and the Alien are strictly, you know predatory animals they'll fucking track you down using infrared use all the the cool gadgets that they have in his little utility belt predator will probably just sniff you down drip acid on your head so it's either michael myers and jason Voorhees or alien alien and predator, predator yeah. yeah so it's a team of two yeah coming after you but you get to choose someone on your side yeah i do not want alien and predator those guys are badass i mean they're a lot worse than michael myers and jason Voorhees. Really, though? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. Predator? Predator is not the predator same. Predator can sense your heat. I know, but Predator lost Alien to a fucking caveman. Alien is basically, he, you can't even really kill him unless you throw him out into space. I mean, that was the only way he died, right? Is that how the Xenomorphs died? You had to eject him into space? Well, in the first movie. I guess that's a way you can kill them. I'm sure there's ways, well, as anything pierced They're pretty the, tough. I know, the, the exoskeleton might be really tough. Yeah, the alien might be a bigger problem for me than Predator, because as I was, I mean, Arnold is obviously a shredded monster in, in his own right, but like, as I said, she, uh, the Predator lost to a cavewoman uh, in Prey, or at least was given a good fight, you know, by this, by this yeah, well, they, unevolved person. They were lucky. I don't know. It seemed like they were, they had their shit figured out. With Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees, the at least- The thing is, Predator always is too cocky. You said Predator's too cocky? Yeah. Just because he has all his gear? Well, no, yeah. He just thinks that, you know, we're prey, like we're like deer or something. You know what I mean? He doesn't expect us to fight back that well. I, I'm surprised, though, that you think that Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees are, like, not as tough as you're making them out to be. They're not because they're always facing really stupid people. But they always come back to life. There's, like... No, I would double tap them. <laughs> You'd fucking shoot him in the heart head. Oh, yeah. You'd give him the Phil Hartman. I wouldn't just like, oh, yeah, he's down. No, I would chop the motherfucker's head off. Yeah. You would, if you would I fully dommer. You oh, would yeah. fully dommer yeah. Michael Myers. <laughs> if you could even get him down, though. How tall is Michael Myers? Like 
fucking six seven. Yeah. I'm gonna look that up. What's the height of these people? How tall is Jason Voorhees? Jason Voorhees is six five. <laughs> He's Tom Brady, the real actor. Uh, it doesn't matter. The character Jason Voorhees is, is fucking is six tall. five. And what's what, two fifty? He's probably he's a Michael he's a he's a LeBron James six nine two fucking forty five. <laughs> oh, Michael Myers is six seven. So you have two <laughs> NBA at least like shooting guards to small forwards coming after you who are nearly undead all the time, uh, and are 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 fucking ruthless. I mean, they're, they're, I think I just don't like the the disrespect that you're showing, Michael well, and Boris. I mean, they're formidable, but Alien and Predator are, a, you know, a step ahead of them. Okay, I think I would agree. I think. I mean, if I got to choose, yeah, I just didn't like the disrespect. I, I mean, I guess you're you're saying I get to help. I get help with Predator. Like I can bring Arnold in, and maybe he can take down the Predator. Well, that's something we haven't talked about. Is like, who would you choose as your help against either one of these pairings? Who would be the person on this planet? Maybe the Rock. I was also thinking the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> or I was Jason also... Momoa or uh... Jason Momoa. Yeah, I. The funny thing is, like, I mean, celebrities. Of course, celebrities. Like, yeah, they're not really. I mean, at least the Rock makes sense though, in a weird way. Young Arnold would have made sense. That's the thing. Like, you're just the biggest dude possible. In theory, seems like a good idea. There has to be a better answer though. <laughs> <laughs> Who's like, uh, maybe like an MMA fighter? I don't, uh, what, Nganu or whatever? <laughs> the heavyweight champion? I'd get that guy. He'd probably be able to knock out Predator and then maybe get eaten by Alien. I just think if I have a better chance of beating Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees than beating Alien Predator. If I'm choosing between them, I would rather be hunted by the first two. And then have like The Rock help me out or whatever. Yeah, I can't, I can't choose Alien Predator because you've made the point that they are the stronger version in theory, with Alien being like this this exoskeleton fucking, you know, killing machine. Yeah. I can't remember how Alien is defeated in all the movies, but... Well, she uses like a mech in Alien 2. Yeah, and then she just like jettison him out into, the freak, into space or something. Somehow gets him in the airlock or... Yeah. Yeah, maybe if we just put a bag over its head. <laughs> we just suffocate it, you know, old school style. <laughs> So I'm uh I'm okay with going back on its head. Yeah, <laughs> that ain't gonna work. No, you don't. You don't think an alien would be able to work its way out of a plastic bag? I'm sure it's like a dog, dude. It would just like fucking lose its sense of self and just like suffocate in there. So I'm gonna choose. Sneak up from behind it. <laughs> it's just like a Walmart bag over its head. He'd be just like, Poof! yeah, pop it. Using a Wonder Brat uh, bread that, bag. That, no, he's got that freaking thing that comes out of his oh, mouth. He's yeah. like, you'd punch a hole in yeah, it. Yeah, like, he'd punch in a hole in two seconds. Like Anton Chigurh with his like uh, his cow prod thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm definitely uh, more more likely to choose Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees, and maybe throw an invite to The Rock or uh, somebody better, you know, past or future that I can think of. <laughs> I don't know anyone in the past who might be a better uh, answer to that. Maybe like Ernest Hemingway, just like some fucking random ass person. But Dad, we've uh, we finished up with uh, Would You Rather, and we're we're here again at Ghibli all grown up, uh, bit skits and sequel ideas. And as we did in uh, Spirit Away, because I had uh, the previous uh, Kiki's episode to go off of, we actually had a few uh, <laughs> potential sequel ideas that we can sort of spin off into a bit if it sounds good to you. So some of the stuff that we talked about in that sequel kind of category uh, that I've pulled out already was uh, a crow lady in town is accused of stealing a child. 
uh, a band is set to perform a Halloween show when something paranormal happens, or a witch delivery service accidentally delivers Colombian black tar heroin. <laughs> so, Didn't of this, I, uh, wasn't that part of my? Yeah, uh, <laughs> you said she was going to become like a drug <laughs> mule, and that was uh, that was like unbeknownst to her. Yeah, you had her like starting an Amazon page or something too, and like trying to take down Bezos. <laughs> This was like a whole fucking long-term play for Kiki, who oh, was I forgot taking down that. a capitalist giant yeah. because she wanted to get into the delivery game. <laughs> so between the crow lady, uh, the band playing a Halloween show, or the uh, the witch lady, or the witch delivering Colombian black tar heroin, which one would you want to try to for? Uh, well, I don't want to do stealing a child. This is Halloween. This is all about the kids. It's just The crow lady would have been funny, dude. <laughs> stealing a child is always fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> the comedic pause there was no. was on point. All right, so the the crow lady is not gonna be one. Is either the band or the black tar hair? Which one watch. do you want to do? Um, I'm probably more partial to uh, I guess maybe the band. I don't know. Okay. I, I could do either. It's right. really whatever you want to do. Yeah, we can do the band. All right, cool. That's fine by me. I'll uh, set a little timer real quick. All right, three, two, one, go. All right, so we're like in the the back room, like tuning our guitars, and uh, this the the guy who's organizing the show comes in, like the the bar manager. <laughs> it's it's musky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, you gotta. I know you were supposed to go in a couple minutes. I gotta make something very clear. I set up a bunch of cool fucking you know candles and shit. I got decorations on the walls. I put a lot of work into making this look uh, very spooky, and. If you guys try to start a fire or do some fucking, you know, rock star we shit. We have the best pyrotechniques in the business. Yeah, Whatever mate. you are, musky, bartender, like. Musky, musky, mate. Come on. Come on. We're the best band in, uh, the whole best band yeah, in England. Yeah, listen to my manager, bitch. <laughs> I'm the best manager. I'm the best manager you've ever seen. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm the best manager. I take care of my boys. We're, we're, we're about to have the best show you've ever seen, Muskie. You don't want to worry about it. You just got to get out of the way and let my boys play their, 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 their best, you know, instruments and their best songs. I, whatever you fucking, you, you weird Englishman. I don't fucking, you, you're, you're representing a bunch of dudes from uh, down the street. I don't even know how they got a, you know, an English manager in the first we're place. We're about to be signed. Yeah, dude. We, uh, we just got our first hit on Spotify. And if you fuck it up for us, you're a dead man. You're saying there's fucking music executives out there? Yeah. You're telling me there's a music executive out there? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. We go over to like the um, the stage uh, stage curtain. We pull the curtain back and there's like a smattering of just drunk degenerates. <laughs> Point out who in this fucking bar is a music executive and I'll give them a free drink right now. Point them out. They're not here yet. We haven't even taken the stage. They don't like to be, you know, seen. Oh, they're fashionably late. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry the fucking, you know, Spotify uh, executives are taking the time showing up on Halloween. <laughs> so let me know when they show up. Just don't fuck around, you know. Just, like I said, I'm trying to keep this bar. I don't have any fucking insurance. Yeah, the fire where, department, where's the booze? I if the fire was... department comes here, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> you want some booze? Yeah. That's what you're saying? Yeah. All right. Let me go grab you some fucking, you know, vodka shot. Vodka shot, all you buddies? No, we want tequila. All right, tequila, whatever. I'll be back with some Terramana. <laughs> so he, uh, Muskie walks off to go get Rock's tequila, and we're just sort of like left to uh, tune our instruments. <sighs> hey, man. Listen, I I feel kind of weird. 
it's not like stage fright. It's uh, there's like a prickle on my neck. I don't yeah. know. Do, do you feel something in the I air? I do feel something. Yeah. Strange. I, or like a guitar is like floating in the background, like slowly floating in there. It's like, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I think I have a bad feeling about the dude, show, dude. Did we have levitating drum sets? What? A levitating drum set? Or What are you talking about? Ooh. Whoa, what the uh, fuck is that? What, who, how is our shit floating in the air? It all just like crashes to the ground. Like all the drums that like falls on the ground. And Muskie comes back with a big tray of tequila shots. What the fuck did I just say? You guys are making a mess. You just smashed your own drum set, you fucking degenerate. Here's a tequila shot. You guys wanted salt? Damn right. Hey, yeah. no, no, no. Mu yeah. Mr. Muskie, thank you for the tequila shot. Hey, oh. thank you, tequila shot. You guys are heading out in there in like Ooh. five seconds. Uh, wait a second, Mr. Muskie, Mr. Muskie, something crazy just happened. I think somebody slipped me some acid, man, because I'm seeing shit. Well, they, floating. that was uh, that was sort of part of the, uh, you know, the contract that you guys signed. I had a uh, legal right to give you any sort of dosage, but, you know, I'm not going to admit that just yet. But yeah, uh, what are you guys talking about? Some weird shit is going on. Mr. Muskie, listen, we just had our drums hit float up into the air and just crash on the ground. And we had nothing to do with that. That wasn't us. That was just... I, is this place haunted? <laughs> haunted? What the fuck you mean haunted? You mean like ghosts and shit? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Well... Okay. Um, Listen. I don't want to admit it, but... This bomb may or may not have been built on an Indian burial ground. <laughs> uh, you know, I got it at a really good price. I don't... That was maybe my fault, you know, for, for disrespecting Native American land. But, like, I needed a bar. You know, I'm a degenerate, too. We're all fucked up. Uh, Jesus, do you got a freaking dolphin in here? <laughs> yeah, well, he, he's dressed up like a whale, so he sort of looks like something else. But, you know. My <laughs> dressed up as a whale. <laughs> <laughs> Flip was not that imaginative, you know. He's sort of a, he's sort of a plain dude. Yeah, he's got to keep it in the, you know, the mammal family. But, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's like a doctor dressing up as a veterinarian. You can't I really that fucking was tell. Some kind of a stuffed animal over there. I thought that was fake. Was like a taxidermy mount. No, no, flip Damn, up. Things real. <laughs> flip Either up. That or this acid really kicking in, man. Yeah, well, it's, it certainly should because I put it quite a lot in that fucking shot. But you know, this whole you know Indian burial ground thing that I mentioned, it's it's all under the rug. Literally, <laughs> it's all under below us. But like, I've cleaned this place out with sage. We should be good. You know, if you guys really are feeling super uncomfortable. We might be able to uh, make amends. I have a Ouija board. Uh, we can maybe send a quick message for them to cool out. I think we need to bring in the priest. <laughs> who? You think a priest is in my bar right now? We need now? an exorcist. Should I go back over the curtain and point out who the priest is? <laughs> yeah. We uh, Okay, I'll, I, I'll look over. I, I peek over through the curtain. I was like... Pazuzu! <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the priest guy is like stump drunk. I, he just like hears something and it's like... Someone needed an exorcist? Is that is that what I heard? Oh my god. <laughs> the Yo, priest are you is a, a fucking lush. <laughs> hey man, I I I I I just been I been I've been drinking <laughs> and I have the love of God in my heart and I'll be able to do it. Priest. Just just give me a Bible and I'll be able to <laughs> Oh wow, you're morphing into freaking <laughs> oh my god, he's being possessed by Trump! Give me the Bible! 
<laughs> I'm holding it upside down. I'll be able to talk to these Indians. Oh, no. This, this is, is a photo op. Damn it. I can't believe I'm I'm back again in another bit. <laughs> All right, boys. Tell me what you need to say to these Indians. This is paranormal. <laughs> this is very paranormal. Very uh, racist, too. All right. Um, t- priest Trump Pazuzu hybrid. I think this is like... I think this guy is being possessed. But, uh, but Mr. Priest... Can you please tell the Native American people that we're sorry for stealing their land and that maybe they'll they'll bless us with a good show? Native American spirits, please. These men are, are good. They are kind. And they want to rock. Nice. The, 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 the guitar like rises up in the air and it starts playing like... What do you want to do with your life? It starts. I want to rock, rock. Yeah, it starts shredding that song on it, but like nothing is coming off of it. And then the car, like, it swings and hits the priest in the head. Oh, oh my God! It just knocked the priest's head off. Ah! <laughs> oh, jeez, this is <laughs> this is bad for insurance. <laughs> this is not gonna work. You guys, I mean, what the fuck? You guys brought this into my bar. You know, we were about to have hey, an can awesome. Can we use that head as a stage prop? I mean, it's good for the Halloween. Just, I guess, just take it with you after the show. <laughs> All right, everybody, just get out there and fucking do this. I'm sick of this. You know, <laughs> you're getting at least half your pay taken away. <laughs> we we can stop it there. That seems like a good enough place to stop with uh, the the Trump priest <laughs> being decapitated. I really can't stop myself. I think now that I've been uh, sapped of my ego, we've actually been hanging out with Trump. It's become increasingly hard for me to like. <laughs> Not given to his uh, his accent, you know his his ego is so strong that it's filling in mine. I think Obviously, no, it was it was a possession. I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm being possessed yeah. by Trump in my own yeah. you know predilections towards yeah. this podcast. I can't stop myself. <laughs> the Trump the Trump you know the 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 cadence is too yeah. is too strong. <laughs> you never know when the Trump freaking demon is going to come out. I know it feels like the demon lives inside of me now. <laughs> it's so deep it comes out sometimes. <laughs> I can't help it. All right. Well, well, Dad, we've come down to uh, what might be uh, the latest and greatest category we have for this one. And we're going to try to bust through this uh, just like every other good draft is. You know, we're always trying to uh, move things towards our success. And we're trying to draft what is possibly our greatest Halloween lineups. We have what I'm deeming the Halloween draft. All right. So what we're going to be able to do here is, uh, I guess since we're, we're back in the car, back on the road, as you can probably hear, we, you, me, uh, let's do Gus, Trump, Rory, you guys want to be involved with this, Flip or two? Winter Warlock. Well, yeah, yeah, of course, I want to play a game. I'm, I'm fucking bored. Me and, uh, me and Muskie have been playing I Spy for like four days, and all he keeps talking about is penis. <laughs> yeah, well, I look at my penis all the time. Uh, That's not how you play I Spy Muskie. That's just not cool. Not fun. You're not a cool hang. That's why you keep <laughs> pissing in bottles and it smells so bad in here. Hey, you're not supposed right, to talk about Howard me pissing Hughes. in bottles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Muskie, you might not be the genius uh, type that is uh, allowed to pee in a bottle, but you might have uh, good drafting skills, uh, which is pretty much what we're hoping for ourselves here. So what we're going to do for the Halloween draft, I have compiled a list of a uh, bunch of, you know, different Halloween-related things. And how we're uh, going to go about it is 
everybody's going to draft five things in total, and it'll be a snake draft. So whoever goes first uh, will get to go technically like six. Or no, no, they'll go, you know, however a snake draft works. <laughs> <laughs> so one would be ten in that respect. Uh, and it goes, you know, uh, How do we know who wins? Uh, it's not really a winning situation. It's just it's like just getting your personal uh, top five while everyone else is drafting their own. I got gotcha. you. So uh, I guess how we're going to structure this, um, since <laughs> we have this uh, little little bowl of names and stuff like that, I'll just draw out like the first pick, and then we can just go from there. Okay. Oh, <laughs> and our uh, number one overall pick goes to... David! Nice. Dad, you got the number one overall pick in the Halloween draft. All right, let's see who goes up next. Oh, jeez, almost knocked over my wine. Uh, oh, Jesus. All right, Muskie, I uh, I guess you get to go next. All right, sick! I, uh, I, uh, I'm almost never second, you know? This is this is almost better than winning. It's a draft, <laughs> Muskie. There's no winning. It's just choosing shit that you like. Yeah. Uh, all right, next one we have up. Oh, we got me. I'm the, uh, the third pick. Uh, and I'm just going to pick the rest of these here. Uh, the next one we have up, we have Trump. Uh, <laughs> we got fucking Rory after that. And then Flipper's our last pick. So we got, uh, you know, our lineup. It's you, Muskie, me, Trump, Rory, Flipper. Uh, so let me just write that down in the order so I can get this correctly here. <laughs> Alrighty. I have my, uh, my, my chart all set up. To list everything as it goes, and we're able to keep track of this. Uh, so, Dad, being that you have the number one draft uh, pick in this year's Halloween draft, out of our selections here, what do you want to go uh, with your number one pick? Let's see. I'm going to go Costume Party's Bar. Ooh. That's, uh... I think you might have overreached on that one. That's maybe, like... I don't know. I, I've been thinking about this a lot since I put this shit together. I was also holding that one. That would have been my secondary pick. But, Dad, going with the Costume Party's Bar. Just sounds like a fun time. It is. And I think it almost tops out Costume Party's at home, which has its own appeal. Uh, but the bar thing, you know, has nah, that. that never ends good. Somebody always pukes. Somebody smashes something. It's Yeah, we've, we've had our disagreements about house You want to trash the bar, parties. and you just don't want anything at your house. Who's trashing a bar? No, I'm not. I'm not saying they're trashing a bar. No, you I'm said saying, trash the bar, <laughs> leave everything at the house. I know what you're saying. No, I was saying costume parties at home. Is no, no, bad no. I, no, you said okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> we're, we're arguing over the semantics of your first pick. <laughs> I like it. I think that's a good pick. Uh, that what like I said, it was in my it was in my top five. All right, Muskie, uh, what are you gonna go with next? All right, uh, let's fucking see here. Um. <laughs> oh, I know what I'm going to pick. I'm going to go with uh, slutty costumes. That's my fucking pick. So uh, all those girls, you know, dressing up as uh, maybe slutty musky this year. If you're looking for a costume idea, how about you dress up as your, your favorite bartender? You know, get yourself a real doll, walk around. I don't know if they're going to give you a lot of candy. Yeah, is there any real dolls on here? I'm surprised. <laughs> is that part of Halloween? Yeah. I think that's just maybe part of, like, ho uh, Muskie's <laughs> Halloween traditions. I don't think that's necessarily, like, a normal thing for people. If he had, like, a, a, a you know, a flipper doll that he could carry oh, around the costume. if it was on here, he would have picked it, but... Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's my pick. I'm pretty happy with it. I'm not going to trade it. You know, so don't even try to fucking ask me. There's no trades, Muskie. I don't know what you think about this trade. We're not, <laughs> we're not picking the future of the NFL or the Triple XFL or anything like that. 
All right, I'm up next. Uh, I think this is pretty easy. And I'm going to go with the consensus number one, trick-or-treating. I think that's a, an easy one to go with. I think that's the, the platonic idea of what you're hoping to get from your trick-or-treat. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go number one fucking paper trick-or-treating. Uh, alrighty, Trumpy. What are you going to go with next? Um, let's see. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, stealing your kid's candy. <laughs> because they always get the best shit and I get the best after that. Because I get it too. Ah, Trump. You're always ripping somebody off. <laughs> hey, that's not fair. Those kids, uh, I made them first and they just bring me the candy. That's sort of the deal we made. I'm all about the deals. And that's the deals I make with the kids. I'm the Pied Piper. And they give me all the gumdrop buttons. All right, dude. I'm glad you're getting the gumdrop buttons like you're the fucking gingerbread man. But uh, Rory, do you have uh, do you have a pick off the top of your head? Um, well, I'm definitely not picking black cats. <laughs> that would be fucked up. Um, I'm going to do pet costumes because that means I get to dress up and they make them small for rats, too. So, uh, that's mine. Yeah, that's actually kind of a cute idea. Um, uh, I'm probably very pro-pet uh, costumes for you there, Rory. Uh, so I'm, that, that's a strong pick for our friend there. Yeah. Uh, the next one up, we have uh, Flipper. Uh, Flipper, what's your... Uh, what's, <laughs> do you have uh, any conception of what you want to do there, brother? What did you <laughs> say? I think he said Swedish fish. <laughs> flipper! Oh, Flipper. You picked the worst candy. Or, I mean, actually, what do you think about Swedish fish? Swedish fish are that bad. Swedish fish are actually pretty good. I don't think they're, like, worthy of a, of, of a fifth pick. I mean, that's... Yeah, that that was weak, Flip. Yeah, that, that felt like a wasted opportunity. Uh, I, I really feel like maybe you could have done more with that, but, you know... Hey, uh, oh, all right, wait, okay. hey, chill but, out, Flipper. Yeah. You got a lot of picks to come. You don't have to flip. Hey, calm hey, down. Wow, wow, hey. Your draft room is losing their their composure here, there, Flipper. <laughs> you you need to take a breather. What? Swedish fish? <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Pussy. That yeah. would have been like fifth round. That would have been maybe. I like, don't even think it's on the board. That's the, like, is it undrafted yeah, pick? Undrafted. This is the Cole Strange of <laughs> the draft. <laughs> Swedish fish going way too high. All right, well, technically Flipper gets to go again since it's uh, in the snake format. So uh, what are you going to go with next there, Flips? What? <laughs> Finding Nemo isn't even related to fucking Halloween. <laughs> you can't keep picking fish-related uh, shit that has nothing to do with the holiday. You spent too much time in the water. Whatever, dude. It's I'm writing it down. We don't have enough time to like <laughs> yell at Flipper over every choice that he makes. All right, I Rory. He, <laughs> I don't think he's that smart. No, I'm just like, Flipper is now, yeah. I think Flipper uh, has too much. Um, I think people. He doesn't <laughs> understand the, the concept of this. But too many people right. have been in his blowhole. He doesn't have enough <laughs> oxygen to go into his fucking head because Muskie keeps fucking him in that uh, hole. So that's sort of where we're at with this. Uh, all right. Um, Fli- uh, what's your face? Uh, Rory, you're up next. What are you going to go with? Um. Okay, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go pumpkin carving because then you get to eat the pumpkin seeds after. And it looks so cool, and you can actually live inside the pumpkin, and it's uh, it's a good time. It smells so nice. I love it. Oh wow! I, I think I think the best part about Rory's character is just the more wholesome he gets every time he comes around. Yeah. He's a he's a you're a beautiful little rat, Rory. I'm sorry we uh, scare you so much with uh, the cats that we attract. Um, all right, Trump. Next one up. What are you gonna do? Alrighty. I'm gonna go 
I'm gonna go celebrity costumes because I love when people dress up like me. It makes me feel so good, although none of the hair looks as good as mine. Yeah, that's probably true. The Trump, uh, the Trump wigs on Halloween definitely had their moment, but they were always like this gross, like hay silk fucking color. I was never a big fan of it, but yeah, celebrity costumes yeah, probably and the orange sense. spray tan. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. a good choice. We we had our moment. Not we. I would fucking never. That's a, a custom of blackface. Is put on an orange face. Surprised you didn't pick makeup. <laughs> well, uh, I wouldn't say it's makeup. I'm just saying it's who I truly am. I suppose it's the lights. It's my presidential glow. <laughs> that makes sense. All right, I'm up next. Uh, what do I want to go with here? Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go with another uh, big, big fucking you know highly respected pick. I'm gonna go with haunted houses. Oh, that was gonna be my pick. Sorry, dog. That's how the uh, the snake draft works. Uh, you gotta you gotta look ahead and see where people are finding moving here. And uh, the haunted house was there for me to pick up, and I was ready for it. All right, Muskie, uh, what's gonna be your pick before before Dad finally gets the second one? All righty, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Come on, Muskie. <laughs> hey, sorry. Hey, it's a fucking draft, dude. I got some time. I'm going to go with uh, getting fucked up in graveyards. That's <laughs> That seems like a pretty fun pick, you know? Uh, Nothing better getting than... getting fucked up or getting fucked? Well, I'm doing the fucking in the graveyards. And, you know, there's not a lot of reciprocal fucking back, you know what I'm saying? Usually, I'm digging pretty deep oh, uh, if you kind of catch God. my drift. You necrophiliac. Well, you know... I mean, you, you, you seem to be able to do anything or anybody i mean mean, you bigfoot whatever i mean don't knock it till you try it man (laughs) cold pussy is good as good uh old fucking warm pussy you know some people say uh cold pizza is better than regular pizza and i'm (laughs) i'm saying cold pussy is just as good that's disgusting sick fucker you're definitely uh you're definitely almost banned from this but we have to keep you going since you've already taken two off the board why are you in part of this (laughs) because he's in the car we can't escape from these people Fuck. Yeah, we're on our way back to Mar-a-Lago. We have uh, maybe a little bit left before we get there from the stadium, and we have to, uh, <laughs> I guess, get everyone involved. Uh, so, Dad, what is going to be your uh, your number two pick here? I am going to pick Fall Weather. Ooh, that was a fucking good one. I was thinking the same thing. I was either going to do the Fall Weather or the Haunted House. So that, that makes a lot of sense there. I think... Uh, oh, I get to pick again? Yeah, you do, actually. Since it's a snake draft, so what's your uh, what's your next pick? Um, let me see. <laughs> um, I can't believe getting fucked up in a graveyard was even an option. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking musky. This is tough. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go for candy apples. Ooh, candy apples. That's uh, that feels like a reach. Candy apples. I haven't had a candy apple in years. Are you're into caramel though? Like you're a caramel guy. Yeah. Do you say caramel or caramel? I don't know. What? Say it right now. Caramel. Okay, so caramel. Yeah, that's technically the right way to say it. I don't know why I say caramel. 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 Yeah. Okay. It's like I always say, cal- calm down. Calm down. Calm down. It's our fucking. Not calm. Calm. How about you calm the fuck down? Yeah, that almost sounds like Muskie. Muskie sounds like sort of Pack borderline Massachusetts. I'm not from Massachusetts. Not far from the yard. <laughs> yeah, Muskie, are you from like New England? 
I don't know where the fuck I'm from, man. <laughs> my parents moved me around so much until my daddy left. I fucking, you know, <laughs> I don't even know who my mom is. You're, that, a, you're a Russian asset. <laughs> that's, that's not fucking me. That's Flippa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah, get it. Birds of a feather. All right, Muskie, before you have uh, another freak out, what's going to be your uh, your next pick here? All right. Well, uh, I'm not going to take so much fucking time with this one. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go uh, monster movies. You know, that feels right. You know, that's probably like a, a third round pick. A monster movie. That feels right. I don't know. I'm feeling insecure. I think I, uh, I can I pick again. Definitely not, Muskie. You you drafted your pick and you're you're sticking with it. God fucking damn it. All right. Uh, I am up next. What do I want to do? All right. I'm going to do. I'm going to do the monster mash. I think because we've mashed on this pod and it has some sort of like meaning to me. I think I'm going to pick the mash. Okay. Oh, fuck. Oh, I regret it too. Musky, I understand now. I understand the regret. I also shouldn't have picked that one. But I'm sticking with the Monster Mash. I guess we're just, we're, we're, we pick some monstrously bad picks, but uh, <laughs> it's just who we are, I suppose, this time around. All right, Trump, uh, what is going to be your next pick? All right, boys, this is going to be uh, something that I've been holding on to my draft board. It's a king-size candy bars because I'm the king and I need the biggest bar in my mouth at all times. All right. Yeah, it looks like you've had a few candy bars here today. <laughs> I've been able to face a, a candy bar or two, I won't lie. What's your favorite, Trump? Butterfingers? <laughs> I was just going to say Butterfingers. <laughs> <laughs> I love Butterfingers. They're so good. I put them on my fingers and I use them like little hot dogs. I don't think that's how that candy works, dude. I don't think you can just slip your about finger on Almond Joy? <laughs> Doesn't bring me any joys. Almond Joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. Is that what it's the... Yeah. Really? I've never heard you the Almond Joy tune. You, yeah, you didn't hear the jingle? I don't think so. I don't think they've ever had like Almond Joy commercials in my life. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> Almond Joy's got nuts. Mouths don't. Well, uh, speaking of someone who likes nuts, we're back to uh, Rory, who... Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, right now you have uh, pet costumes and uh, pumpkin cutting, or pumpkin carving, excuse me. So... What else is going to come up here for you, uh, Rory? Um, well, I'm going to go with pumpkin patches. Ah, no, actually, I'm going to go with the leaves changing. Because that's, uh, that's just so pretty, you know? <laughs> a lot of people come around, they want to see all the leaves, and I just live in a place where I get to see it happen. <laughs> wow, Rory, just uh -huh. really tugging on my heartstrings with that. And I'm actually kind of pissed, because that was the, the one that I wanted, which... Although you change your fucking pick after you said it, I'm going to let you have leaves change. It's no big deal. I'll, uh, I'll get something else that I want. <laughs> fucking Flipper. All right, Flipper. Uh, what do you want this time around? <laughs> what? The Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> I guess it's sort of related <laughs> since it's uh, monster adjacent and it uh, has do some sort of... Do you want to, you know, swim with the monster? <laughs> I... Oh, it seems really? so. Yeah. And it seems is like... He, oh, sorry, what? Is he a relative? No, I didn't think so. Oh, <laughs> is he a distant cousin, though? Oh, into marriage. It was just into marriage. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I wow, get it. Wow, what a, what a wedding that would be. Yeah. <laughs> to be semi-related to Loch Ness Monster is like kind of being like close to a celebrity. Uh, so, Flipper, because of this uh, snake draft, you do get one more pick. So, what is it going to be? The Bass Pro Shop? 
<laughs> All right, whatever, dude. Bass Pro Shop, really flipper. I'm, I'm writing it down, but I'm. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Is this it's like a weird. joke to you? Yeah. Fucking I don't think you understand up. this, but hey, whatever. Hey, it's all yours, buddy. Yeah, Flipper has one more pick uh, next time around, and I hope the fuck that you pick something off this list because you're going just like <laughs> you're writing in your own your own choices. It seems, uh, Rory, you get uh, you get another pick here, and you just pick leaves change. Uh, what are you gonna go with next? Um, I'm gonna do decorations. <laughs> yeah, all those inflatables and all the cool shit. The the fucking you know, the the webs on the trees and shit. It, it just looks so cool. Yeah, I would agree there, Rory. God, he's got a pretty good list. Pet uh, costumes, pumpkin patches. No, pumpkin carving, leaves changing, and decorations. That's yeah, probably like the most... Probably the most traditional list right there. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Rory's a traditionals, you know. Has a very conservative draft board. <laughs> All right, Trump. You have uh, stealing your kids' candy, celebrity costumes, and king-size candy bar so far. Uh, what are you going to go with next? This might surprise you boys, but I'm going to go with tricks. Love me a good trick. Love to leave a, a firecracker in a mailbox. Or just to scare somebody. Yeah, you seem to be of the trick type. Hopefully it's not uh, pulling a fast one over any of your followers or anything like that. That would be uh, very un-Halloween-esque. Uh, looks like I'm up next. Sort of fitting for a con. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean... You can say it. We, we, we can call Trump out whatever we want. Trump, I know we're close to Mar-a-Lago, but, like, I hope we don't exchange numbers. I already put it in your phone, boys. I'm going to be calling you all the time. I have your FaceTime. I have your email. And I have a lot of emails, not like Hillary. I'm not sending you anything bad. <laughs> whatever. I, I just, I'm, I'm, you're disrupting my pick. Shut the fuck up. All right. I'm going to go, uh, hmm. I really wanted that leaves changing one. Rory fucked me there. I'm going to go Haunted Hayrides. I'm going to double up. This is almost like having that uh, the backup for Haunted Houses. A Haunted Hayride. I think that's a decent pick. Uh, so, Muskie, what do you got up next? All right. I got... Uh, I just picked fucking the mutton, though. Oh, yeah. I picked... Uh, what did I fucking pick last time? Monster Movies? Oh, yeah. You picked the mash. I picked the Monster Movies. All right. I'm going to pick... Uh, well, I know that one time I said I had that uh, that triple six on my fucking head, so... Uh, oh, no. I knew it was fine. <laughs> I'm going to pick a satanic rituals. You know, whatever. I might do it in a graveyard. I might do a ritual after. What of it? You are a sick fuck. Yeah, it seems like Muskie is, like, the most closely related to uh, all of the really, like, demonic shit that Did happens on Halloween. Did you say you have a 666 on your forehead? Yeah, right? well, I mean, you guys have joked that I'm the Antichrist, but, like, <laughs> it's not really true. You know, I'm... <laughs> it was a birthmark. I don't know, Muskie. That looked almost like a tattoo. That looked pretty yeah, fucking real. Yeah, that's what they said about Damien on The Omen, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Damien, uh, Damien definitely probably is your, your... What's your favorite dog? Rottweiler? I kind of like Dobermans. Dobermans. Oh, I mean, I like the uh, dog that protects me, you know? Something with uh, some strength, you know? Or, you know, a pit bull. I'm you, big into those. They're nanny dogs. They'll take care of my kid. <laughs> you, you are definitely the Antichrist. Well, yeah, you know, go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, Dad. This is, uh, I believe, your final pick. Or is it? Yeah, this is You get my... two picks. You get two picks. That'll <laughs> close you out. Because right now you have costume parties at a bar, fall weather... And candy apples. And you yeah. have two picks to close this one out. Now, this one is going to make me, uh, and I'm surprised that Trump hasn't, you know, picked this 
being that the you know the art of the deal. <laughs> but I'm taking candy economy. Wow. I am raking it in, my friend. The economy is so bad when you have a, you're holding on to it, David. You're gonna take it. You're just like Obama, holding all the Snickers for yourself. Don't say that. That's really close to something else, there, Trump. That feels bad. <laughs> all right. So the candy economy. That's uh, doubling up candy apples and candy economy, and that's pretty much clearing out the whole thing. So that's like trading candy. That's uh, that's that's all inclusive. You know, that's a really good pick. Yeah. And what are you gonna close out your draft with? Hmm, let me see. Uh, uh, this is going to be tough. You know, in consideration that we have a, a new cat by the name of Wally. Yeah. Wahlberg, Walter White, uh, what other things? Walter Cronkite. What else do I call that? And cat? after watching Kiki's, I want to call him Gigi. But no. That could be a nickname. Yeah. Gigi. I, I secretly call him Gigi because. He's a cutie. Yeah. So I'm taking black cats. Black cats. Wow. That might put a uh, bad luck charm on your draft list, but you're closing out the day. This is your final list. Costume bar parties, black cats, fall weather, candy apples, and the candy economy. Do you feel pretty good about that one? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty psyched. All right. So Muskie right now, you're about to make your final pick. You have uh, satanic rituals, slutty costumes, getting fucked up in a graveyard, and uh, monster movies, which seems like the most Muskie list uh, we, we could probably pick out there. That's, uh, that's was, just horrible. I mean, I, I think it's pretty bad for sure. I, I don't know how you come back from this. This is like maybe an all-time bad draft. <laughs> this is like trading all your draft picks for like fucking uh, a running back or RG3 or something. <laughs> but whatever. What are you going to close this one out on? Um, well, you know, being that uh, I might surprise you guys here. Being that I'm a new dad and it's my first trick-or-treating, I'm going to go with uh, babies in costumes because, you know, I'm getting Brock something cute. I'm going to dress him up as something. You know, I haven't decided yet, but uh, I'm going to go with that. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make it a little more wholesome because you guys have been giving me shit. <laughs> cool. I'm glad you were uh, trying to amend yourself at the very end. Although I don't think that absolves slutty costumes getting fucked up in a graveyard or satanic rituals. So, right now for me, before I close this bitch out, I have trick or treating, haunted houses, the monster mash, haunted hay rides, and my final pick is gonna be. I'm going to do a corn maze. <laughs> nice. Those oh. are fun. And I'm leaving a lot of shit on the board. Yours, I mean, you actually talked me out of the fucking costume parties at the home thing. Because that's that's what I... Okay. Nah, I'm not going to change it. I'm going to stick with the corn maze. I, I was going to say I would make it someone else's apartment. <laughs> so I can fucking choose that one. But uh, I'll just stick to that. Corn maze is fine. Speaks to the season. I've had some good times with corn mazes. Uh, all right, Trump. You have uh, <laughs> you have tricks, stealing your kids' candy, celebrity costumes, king size candy bars, and uh, what are you gonna do to uh, lock this one in? Well, boys, my final pick is going to be pumpkin spice flavoring. I love pumpkin spice. I get a latte every day. I get those little muffins with the pumpkin on them and the cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was not what I was expecting. The pumpkin Wait, spice. Cinnamon. cinnamon. <laughs> pumpkin 
spice flavoring for Trump. That's uh, quite the board you got there, Don. And uh, we're down to the final two. Rory, who has pet costumes, pumpkin carvings, leaf changes, decorations. Rory, what are you going to go with your last one? Mm. You know, I'm going to go... I'm going to go candy corn. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Candy corn? Yeah, I love corn. That waxy freaking sugar pellets? Yeah, I mean... That's usually how I like to eat shit. It's it's tasty, you know. You know, I'm gonna confess that when I was a kid, I liked candy corn. Oh wow, you were a candy corn. My grandmother used to have like this little dish or a jar mm. that had like Hershey Kisses and little crackle bars and and candy corn. Damn, she and had I, the whole fucking. And, uh, and I'd go for the candy corn. I don't think I've ever. It was gave... just pure sugar. Yeah, it's like a wax sugar. Like, and that's why I like it. Gets me all hipped up, you know. <laughs> yeah. Too much sugar in my body, I start shaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maury, I don't. I don't think you'd be able to really uh, house more than like a couple of those candy corns after they uh, dissolve in your cheeks. And that's where I also ate those caramels with the vanilla centers. Oh yeah, what are those called again? Um, Christ, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know. They're uh. They're not cowtails. They're, um... I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, same. All right, well, let's just close this one Surprisingly, because I used to eat so many of them when I was a kid. But. Yeah, you're never reading the wrapper. You're just shoving it in your mouth. Yeah. All right, Flipper. Um, so far, you have uh, pretty much just taken a left-field approach to this whole draft. You have Swedish Fish, Finding Nemo, which was kind of like a fuck you, uh, the Loch Ness Monster, and the Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> Was there a <laughs> was there a final pick that you wanted to make? Yeah, I know you feel pretty good about your your stupid fucking choice. Um, you know you can't blame him. He's a dolphin. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, ex- he doesn't understand Halloween. No, I don't. I don't think he does. I don't think he, he. Has there ever been a horror movie that had dolphins in it? I mean, other than the series Flipper, no. <laughs> I'm mean, sorry, Flipper. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking Flipper's, uh, you know, grandparents or whatever. Uh, what? How, who's who is the the superstar? I mean, who is bigger, Flipper or Lassie? <laughs> oh, I don't wow. know. Man. Don't talk Lassie. about Lassie. Hey, Lassie. Flipper. Flipper's really insecure about his uh, prime time spaces. You know, <laughs> his his family. You know, he had a chance to be the next the next guy top. He just didn't have the acting chops. <laughs> That's why he got into fucking political espionage. I mean, how many seasons of Flipper? I don't know. I don't. I don't think it has more. Yeah. Okay. I know Flipper's done some fucking LSD, uh, so maybe maybe he's seen some scary things in his own head. So Flipper, what are you gonna go with here? Huh. Wow. Okay. Finally choosing one. Thank you for uh, finally participating. Uh, Flipper's gonna go with group costumes, which. Is a great pick. Oh, I thought he was going to go with Goblin Shark <laughs> or Vampire Squid. That would have been more Flipper-like, but, you know, hey, good for you, man. Finally breaking out of your... Oh, uh, no, wait. Flipper <laughs> didn't see those. <laughs> those were at the bottom of the list. He didn't see that. All right, he's going to go with Vampire Squid. All right, Flipper. Uh, that's uh, that's quite the list for you there, brother. Oh, I'm glad I brought that back into view for you. Yeah, well, this is uh, this has been the uh, the first and maybe the last Halloween draft. Uh, and I, I had quite the time, and I hope everyone else enjoyed listening to it. And I hope all of our participants had a good time because it's uh, last call for alcohol. 
Dad, was there uh, anything else we wanted to uh, say to the director or just in general before we kick it over to Muskie? <laughs> I'm thinking we need almost like combine notes and errata and like last call together and just say all of our, our shit. And then Muskie says something and then kick it over to Jackson. What? Uh, why? You got some... No, I don't really have anything. I'm just saying like we, we have two categories that are essentially the same thing. But what I was just going to say with the uh, notes and errata, the last call. Yeah. We're doing a lot of fun stuff here, you guys. If you're enjoying us uh, doing drafts, watching weird movies, making voices and shit like that, uh, <laughs> leave five stars, you know, hit up our iTunes page, show us some love, and uh, just let us know that you're out there. We're, we're definitely alone and uh, spooked by, I guess, our low audience. <laughs> but uh, was there anything that you wanted to say? Who Dad? are you? Yeah, please, show your face. <laughs> I, uh, I definitely don't have anything after that. Are you, are you no, good? No, I'm good. All right, we're... Uh, this is a long episode. I know. We, we've really stretched out the Halloween one, which was the case last year. It was definitely one of our longer ones. Yeah. But uh, we're, we're pulling up to Mar-a-Lago. Uh, I can see it sort of... Uh, it's really big. Uh, Trump, <laughs> it's been quite the ride, my friend. We've... I, I don't know if I necessarily want to call you my friend. But, you know, you did get us off uh, Canceled Island in your own weird way. You helped uh, find the yacht. You know, you weren't the worst companion. You participated in our draft. I'm not going to say we'll miss you at all, uh, but, you know, say la vie. Have a good time. Strangely, I might. You know what, David? I know you said we didn't cuddle, <laughs> but I thought about it all the time. And I think we could have been such better friends if you weren't so homophobic <laughs> and you would have just jumped in there with me, Flipper, and Rory. Uh, I don't know, man. I think... I think uh, Yeah, when I saw you in that speedo, I was like, no, I can do. Sorry, I filled that thing out so bigly <laughs> that barely fits on me. You're probably lucky you didn't see anything fall out. Yeah, All right, Trump. How I'm about you uh lucky. how about you get out of the, the fucking van and uh we'll see you next yeah, time. Yeah, later, Mr. Bana- Banana Hammock. We'll see you later, boys. I'll give you a FaceTime when you're back at the pub. <laughs> Bye Trump. Hope you go to prison. Woo. Fucking jackass. All right, Dad, we're <laughs> we're at uh, that time again. It's the uh, Jackson Maine through the window. Hey, what's your wand rating? I like it. I like the show. the show. The show showed up. The show has to be equivalent to the show. Yeah, truly. <laughs> and it has I'm to gonna, be better than the show that we watch. I'm going to give it, um, you know what? I'm going to give it the highest. Five out of five uh, flying brooms. Ooh, okay. I'm going to do... Um, I'm gonna do five out of five Bass Pro Shops just because that one threw me out of left field when it uh, when it came across my board there, Flipper. Or how about five out of five hippos? Yeah, yeah, hippos losing their spiritual equilibrium. (laughs) That's my pick. Uh, Hippo tails. Yeah, (laughs) severed hippo tails. Thank you. You're getting better at this than I am. (laughs) So, Dad, just like always, we have fucking absolutely no idea what we're doing, but hopefully on the other we're gonna figure it out. Uh, But until then. We're just going to have to see you next time. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, and don't drink a drive. And happy Halloween. Spooky.